Yeah, we are back. Episode number 70. That's right. Regular theme song. I have to say, I did have the uh, Dr. Mike Zalahalski penis podcast theme song stuck in my head all week long. So I'm happy to have that palate cleanser of the regular theme song here for episode number 70. And what a special one. It's going to be season three, episode number seven, talking about a little show known as Survivor. And let's bring in the man who got the Akiva's Choice ping pong ball in episode number 69 and said, hey, let's talk about Survivor. Here he is, the co-founder of Robin Akivanita podcast, the founder of the 32 Fans podcast, and the co-host of the Curb Your Enthusiasm post-show recap, now three weeks in, the great Akiva Winnaker. Rob, uh, I just, you know, we we had the ping pong balls come up last week, Akiva's Choice, and I thought, like, what's a show that does not get enough podcasts, does not mm-hmm. get enough love on the internet? People aren't talking about it enough, especially hey. in your part of the world. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. And and, and fitting that uh, balls would factor into our Ask Dr. Mike episode to decide what was going to be coming up. But we're going to talk about Season 3, Episode 7 of Survivor. And from the time that we first conceived hey, of this idea... We said that there had to be one special guest here for Season 3, Episode 7. If we ever talk about it, here she is. The host of Talking With T-Bird, Survivor Legend, Teresa Cooper is here. T-Bird, how are you? Hey, Rob and Akiva, I've got to drink some water because I am still, I'm out of breath from dancing to y'all's Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast song. It's a bop. That is fantastic. Yes. I love it. Yes. Thank you, T-Bird. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be uh, back here with you here uh, in the off season. We talked to Vesepia a couple of weeks ago, and now here we are. Look at us on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. I know. This is great. Now, listen, and also, okay, so did you hear me? I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use my podcast bell because this isn't about me at all. So you tell (laughs) me if I if I go over the top with a pot bell, but I'm just thrilled. I, I can't believe y'all are allowing me to follow the penis podcast. Wow. <laughs> oh, That's no. wonderful. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Thank you for okay. that. Okay. All right. I love it. Yes. And Akiva, how, Akiva, how have we <laughs> never met yet? I mean, we've met today voice well, to voice, but. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think you live in Georgia and I don't leave my house, so <laughs> it would be hard for us to meet. Oh. Well, wait, we're. Akiva, where do you live? Because I do live my leave my house, so I might have to come to you. Where yeah, maybe you? we could meet. We could well, we could meet in the middle. I think in Omaha, Nebraska. Maybe. Yeah, is that the middle? I don't <laughs> okay. feel like that's the middle for you two. <laughs> I don't know. Atlantic I don't know. Ocean. I don't know. Like the Bermuda Triangle or something. I, okay, so it's we'll, we'll work. We'll work on that. Anyway, so here is T Bird. T Bird, do you have any idea what we're about to do today? I think 
I probably should have found out before I locked it in and decided to do it. But you know, when you ask me to do something, Rob, I'm going to be yes. available. T-Bird so, is the greatest. Do you know what this show is, T-Bird? I, 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 should, I would like to say that I do, <laughs> but I, I don't. But I know one thing. Y'all's podcast music theme song is over the top cool. I love okay, it. Okay, okay, good. Good. Uh, if it has anything to do, I mean, we can only go, you know, we can't go. The bar is set so high with the theme song. So let's let's tell me about it. Oh, okay, hold on T-Bird. one minute, Rob. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Akiva. Akiva, do you have your popcorn pop yeah. there with you? Uh, sh- yes, I have my popcorn. Sure. Are yeah. you allowed? Are you T-Bird. allowed to have popcorn? Rob? I guess. Akiva I allowed? mean, is there a rule against it? Yeah. Um, oh, Yes. Oh yes, yeah. There's uh, a rule against it, all right. Yeah, it's not like a kosher thing. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I, I normally don't allow eating on the podcast. Oh yeah, I don't eat. Rob, Rob told me on like our third podcast. By the way, you shouldn't eat. Yeah. Uh, so I just eat on my other podcast. Yeah, I, I've heard e- Akiva eat on other podcasts that I'm not. No, on. not recently. Not, not for recently. several years. Not. Yeah. Not for, I'm right. not the only person that doesn't like it. Well, I'm not allowed anyway. to either. But I, I'm not allowed to either, Akiva. But. I sneak in my pot, popcorn here anyway. So, all right, tell me about it. Tell me okay. about T-Bert, tell me about this podcast. Did you run on the treadmill this morning? Uh, yes, I did. Just about an hour ago. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Akiva, that, that T-Bird is... Uh, mm. Yeah, T-Bird is like a like a starting pitcher that's had like too many days off that she has uh-huh. to like run a couple of miles on the treadmill before she does a podcast so she doesn't like uh, come in too strong. Yeah, eight days rest right. for T-Bird, a couple of rainouts. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Okay, so we spin a wheel of ideas. Listeners write in their ideas. We spin the wheel and do whatever comes up. And one of the ideas is season three, episode seven. We have a fishbowl filled with ping pong balls. Some would say we're a few ping pong balls short of the fishbowl. But Akiva got to pick (laughs) out whatever one he wanted. And this is the one he wanted. And so we're going to talk with you about season three, episode number seven from your season of Survivor. And uh, that's what we're here to do. So, Tipper, did you rewatch it or you uh, have them all committed to memory? All right. So, Robin Kiva, you're not going to believe this, probably, but you might. Do you know I have never gone back? And, Rob, I've told you this before. I have never watched any of my seasons the season over. Nothing. No part of it. So, when you told me about this, nothing. I watched it when it aired down in a big group of people and you know when you're watching it in a big group akiva and rob you really don't catch most of it but i figure since Mm -hmm. i lived it i should know it but believe it or not i did watch it actually i watched it several times i learned things i had no idea about no idea about Mm -hmm. because i never watched it back so did you watch other episodes yeah (laughs) did you watch other episodes or just this this one over and over again this one over and over again. Aren't we just talking okay. about this one? All right. Yeah, we're just talking about yeah, this absolutely. one. But I, I'm just curious okay, that, uh, you know, you said it seemed like it was like a transformative experience for you to watch an episode. Well, I'm just, you know, it's funny, you guys. When you're, well, Rob, you know this. When you're out there playing, you only know your story, your version of what's happening. Well, as I watched it, I got to see all these other players that I'm out there with playing and now mm-hmm. I hear and they're what they're going through and things I could have done differently, but you don't know what other people are thinking or doing. So I learned a That's lot right. about that. So but no, I've only watched this one. Okay. All right. So season three, episode seven of Survivor uh aired on November twenty second, two thousand and one. And I wanted to confirm this, but this was 
Thanksgiving night that this episode aired because uh, it was yes. a weird schedule for Survivor. Of course, that uh, Survivor Africa was preempted because of 9-11. It was supposed to uh, start airing probably uh, in September, and they pushed it back a few weeks where the first episode ended up airing on October 11th, which then pushed it back to where we never have Survivor episodes going uh, that late into the new year and ultimately into January for the finale of Survivor Africa. So there was an episode on Thanksgiving night, and I remember where I was. I was at my aunt's house. They had Thanksgiving dinner, and I was alone in the basement by myself like a loser to watch Mm. this Survivor episode, T-Bird. Okay. Something's never changed. Okay, I I was going to say Well, that was the attic more than the basement. Yeah. I I was going to let Akiva jump in and say something, but he didn't. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, Akiva. Now, where yes. were you? That you, that you uh, I've told this story. Why don't you tell T-Bird? You said I've, that I've you were. You had times. to break into a kindergarten classroom. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. So, T-Bird, wow. I'll tell you where I watched your your whole season. Um, I I finished high school in two thousand one, and before I started college in New York, I went abroad for a year, like a gap year between high school and college. And I was in. Uh, I went to Israel. I was halfway between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Uh, in a in a school, and we had just watched season two of Survivor, so we were still really into the show. And I had a friend um, who was really really into it, and he had like the Kucha buff and the Ogakor buff. Uh, and he would get there was you couldn't watch TV online then. Obviously, there was no Netflix or Hulu. There was no way to watch uh, American Survivor at all. Maybe they had it on a few weeks later, but we didn't have a TV in our right. dorms. So so uh, we his mother would send VHSs with random like friends of the family who'd come visit, you know, their kid who was, uh, you know, abroad for the gap year, or maybe someone who had a, a relative in Israel. So we would then have a VHS, two episodes at a time, I think. And we had no way to watch it because we had no v- VCR. So we had a friend who was dating a kindergarten teacher, like mm-hmm. a, an assistant, and she had a key to her kindergarten. So we'd go in at like 11 o'clock at night, T-Bird, and we'd we'd take the VHS where they'd show the kids like Looney Tunes on or whatever. And we'd right. watch two episodes of Survivor at a time. And obviously we were all rooting for Ethan. No offense to T-Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, we, um, yeah, so that's what we do. We'd break into a kindergarten at like 11 o'clock at night and for an hour and a half sit and watch on a, oh and watch on a, a, you know, a VHS player. So Akiva, you've been a big Survivor yeah. fan from the very beginning then, right? Sure, yes. And you've remained a fan? You've watched every season and remained a big fan? Yeah, I stopped watching for like a few years in the middle. I think I got brought back by Russell Hans, but more or less, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, very good. Hey, that's, okay, that's, you know, it's really interesting to hear everybody's stories from, you know, the first few seasons because it was such a family thing when families would get together and, and on Thursday nights, because remember, it was Thursday nights and they'd have mm-hmm. family time. And little did I know, Rob was in a basement and Akiva was breaking in kindergartens to watch the show. <laughs> I love it. It was I Thanksgiving. Love it. I love the passion it, there. It, it was Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. The, the very next Thanksgiving, you know what, you I guys- would be playing Survivor. Wow! Yes, so, well, yeah. and you didn't know you had you didn't know yet. I had no right? idea. Yeah, 
But you want. Did you know it was Thanksgiving you when to... you were on Survivor, or, or did they tell you? Yeah, did you we know, know what day it was? I knew what day it was. Yeah, we knew it was Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we've never done a season three, episode seven, with a person who appeared on the show before Akiva. So yeah. I feel like we're in uncharted waters. Yeah, I almost there's almost so much to get to. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to hear what T Bird's main. Do you want to explain the episode in like broad sure. strokes for the people who won't listen? And then well, I'd love to hear T Bird's like <laughs> big takeaways. Yeah, I, I do want to say just like uh, to come full circle, of course, that uh, this season three, episode seven, of course, features T Bird, but also Ethan Zahn is uh, in this episode. And then also, spoiler alert, would go on to win Survivor Africa and then is also going to be back for the upcoming season of Survivor, which is going to kick off on Wednesday night. But Ethan Zahn also uh, that he has uh, some connection to this podcast, Akiva. And not just that you and your friends were rooting for him. Well, first of all, Ethan Zahn has run at least one marathon with Chester's brother. Is mm-hmm. that his connection? No, no. Okay. That way back when, when we did the very first season three, episode seven, episode one mm-hmm. of Robin Akiva yes. podcast, Perfect Strangers, I got an email from our good friend Ethan Zahn who said, hey, I'm friends with Mark Lynn Baker. Do you want me to see if I can get him for the podcast? Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting on that. I believe he did not reply. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're not that good friends. Was that Balky or the other guy? No, Mark the, the other guy. I don't remember Larry. The other guy. The normal yes. guy. Okay. T-Bird, did okay. you watch that Perfect Strangers? No. Oh. Okay. All right. I, mean, you did, I don't you didn't watch a whole one. lot of TV, okay. Rob. I know I can't add much. I know I can't add much to that, but, but, but okay. Okay. All right. So T-Bird, uh, I, rather than us go through the episode beat by beat, I mean, what do you, what do you, did you see in this episode, season three, episode seven? Now, just to, for people who didn't watch the episode, it's the merge of Survivor Africa. So the two tribes are going to become one. We're going to end up merging at the immunity challenge, an immunity challenge, which T-Bird is going to win and outlast a man named Clarence Black, who is going to then go on to be the person voted off in this episode. So, Tipper, what were some of the standout things for you as you went back and watched this? Okay, so, uh, Robin and Kiva, especially Rob, do you really want me to just take off with this? Yeah, let's, I mean... You, you just want me to take off with this? Why don't you take, take off, off and, then we'll, and then we'll pause and drill down on things all that we right, want to hear more right. about. And so, Akiva, Akiva, you can interrupt me. At, well, Rob will do it. Make sure you stop me at any time if I just go off on a tangent, I've, which I've I never, I've never interrupted do. someone before, so I'm not going to start now. <laughs> Oh, uh, you say that now, right, Rob? Okay. That's so, right. This is what I thought. So from the first watch, from the first time I watched it, which was, you know, a few days ago, I never realized that the environment, the surroundings were so amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing. I never noticed. I mean, when I watched it back, you know, you they showed the elephants, how close they were yeah. to our Boma. And, and the wildlife was so beautiful. And you would think that I would have noticed that while playing. But when you're in the game, you're in the game. And we were locked in that little small boma, which you couldn't get away to talk or to strategize with anybody. So watching it mm-hmm. back, I thought, wow, Africa, what a beautiful location to shoot Survivor. You would think I would have already kn- you know, knew that. I already knew that. But there's that and then i also realized watching it back what a great cast what a cast a diverse 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 cast that as i watched it and i know all these people now differently than when i was out there playing with them but watching it back i thought what a great cast that they threw together out there and how we worked together or didn't work together, it seemed like it was just a really, really good cast. So those were the two things that I really noticed that, 
you would have thought I would have realized, you know, before 20 years later. But mm-hmm. there it is. There's that. All right. So, um, so Clarence, when you hear me talk about Clarence, you'll hear me say CB. Yeah. Because that's what that's just always what I called him. Um, but I didn't realize that they you know, that they wanted Clarence gone. Right. You know, when they were doing, when we were doing the, the challenge, the immunity challenge and Clarence was talking to me and he was, looked like he was signing and talking mm-hmm. to his tribe mates over to the side that looked like they were totally blowing him off. Yeah. And they They're were like, like, they were, yeah, they were waving back to him like, Hey, and I'm like, what? Yeah, he's like giving so, signaling to them, like, like five, like five, four. And, and they're just like, Eh, uh, waving hi. Hi. <laughs> you know. Well, see, I, don't, I, I could don't never think... see that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see him signing to them at all. I couldn't see that from my angle. And I so I didn't realize that they were like literally basically ignoring him. So I didn't know that. But I'll tell you what mm-hmm. I did know. I did know that I was safe or I felt like I was safe um, if I had gotten down. But I knew Frank was not safe. I knew that they were going to gun for Frank. Or I was pretty sure mm-hmm. of it, but I didn't realize, you know, until I heard Kelly and Mama Kim talking, you know, I think Kelly told Mama Kim that Frank doesn't like women. He can't be on the jury. Um, so if it hadn't have been, if if CB had a won that challenge, Frank would have been the one voted out, which would have completely changed my whole game because Frank was my one and only alliance. That was mm-hmm. it. That was left from the start. Yeah. So that was important to keep him in. And and I didn't realize how much Frank isolated himself the whole entire time. And again, that's my only alliance. So I was like, oh, come on, Frank. You know, him talking about mm-hmm. the brunch. You know, what is brunch? Yes. And of course. Well, let, okay, let's drill down on that. So a, a big okay, segment uh, of okay. the of the episode is uh they are explaining to Frank, uh Frank Garrison, who you and I had the pleasure of talking to last summer about his time in Survivor Africa. Uh he was uh <laughs> they were talking about how they wanted to have brunch. He did not understand Africa. what brunch is and and really seemed to not really grasp the con the concept. Uh, Akiva, that you're yeah. familiar with brunch, right? You hate early mornings and you like uh brunch. Eating. Yeah. Yes. I I am a brunch guy. I will say maybe it's because I keep kosher. Uh, I think it was Kim, was it Kim who was explaining what brunch was? Then Kim Johnson. I know it's confusing. There's yeah. two Kims in, in uh, on the season. Uh, I, I, she says, you know, it, she starts off by explaining, well, you know, you could have seafood or and then like goes into like more no- traditional brunch foods. Is seafood a big part of brunch? I, I didn't know that. I think it depends where you go. Uh, I feel like yeah. they could have like you know like crab legs or something like yeah. that. It depends like how maybe fancy. It's, of a maybe brunch. it's because she's from Oyster Bay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I could I could imagine that. Akiva yeah, and Rob, I can assure you, I can assure you guys that we're Mama Kim. So Akiva, to to keep them so we know the difference, we call Mama Kim Kim Mama Kim Kim Johnson and Kim Powers. Mm-hmm. We call Little Kim. Little Kim, I can assure you where Mama Kim went for brunch, they had all kinds of seafood because she her husband's been a very successful, I believe, stockbroker. And I I believe now after now after watching it back for Kim, Mama Kim, I think she was out there for the experience. Yeah. 
So I learned that kind of later as she was talking. Oh, let me just say this. So about take me back to that in a minute, Rob. Guide me in that direction in a minute. But Frank talking about brunch. So so Frank says to to Mama Kim, is brunch is that a combination of breakfast and lunch, and what is served? But just so you guys know, Frank knew exactly what brunch was because later on he said he said. T-Bird, I knew exactly what brunch was. I was just, and I'm thinking to myself, Frank, why? What, why, what, what is that going to help you do? So he knew all along what brunch was, by the way. So. Yeah. Okay. So why was he pretending? I watched him. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. It's the same reason when when we had the merge feast. I guess. When we had the merge feast and he decided he was going to go gather wood and, you know, he just would take times when he needed to be part and to pull himself in. He would isolate himself. And you guys both know the worst, absolutely the worst thing you can do on Survivor is to isolate yourself and to stand out. And that's what he kept doing. And I kept trying to pull him in and say, Frank, you know, he'd, he'd talk about political stuff. And I'd say, Frank, don't do not do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Frank, you know, Frank's got a personality of his own. That's why he was out there. So I didn't realize at the time, and I know I'm jumping around again, you guys. So um, I didn't know Kelly G was a, not wanting Lex to be there, you know, when they were over there on the other side. Mm-hmm. When she was saying he was, you know, Lex was talking in his dad voice and he was totally weird and politicking for a win. And she said she would beat, vote him out in a heartbeat. And I thought, see, if I had known that, I'd have had a little bit more, you know, to work with when I cast that vote against him. But Kelly was so funny talking about Frank when we merged. Um, she was saying something about, you know, that. What did she say? Do you remember what she was? Kelly G was saying about Frank. I mean, it was so good. It was so good. Um, just talking about how Frank's such a loner. And mm-hmm. that um, he this I think she said something he was um, he was socially that that most the, that largely a, a large section of the population is socially inept. I think is what Kelly G said. Yes, she said, but right. there are prescription drugs to counteract that and he should be on them about Frank. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, Kelly G is queen of the one-liners. I mean, she's quick, she's sharp, she's smart. Um, it's really unfortunate that we didn't see her in the game longer because she would have added quite a bit of color and humor and wit mm-hmm. to the game. But anyway, but that's what I mean. Frank just kept isolating himself. So, But he would have been the first one gone if CB had one immunity. He okay. would have been the one gone. All right, let's hear a little bit about this immunity challenge because uh, I was uh, really impressed, T-Bird. You went on to win up there over six hours with your arms straight up in the air. Akiva, could you sit in the chair six hours uh, without (laughs) falling asleep? Without falling asleep, no. I thought you were just standard. I I I could sit in the chair. That's the only thing, the only challenge I could win is like, most time spent on the computer without getting up. This was incredibly impressive. By a lot, of, I think the final four all lasted well over three hours. So it was pretty amazing. Yeah. But I'd have to imagine, uh, you, you know, you re- really need to want it to just stand up there for six hours like T-Bird. Right. 
T-Bird, uh, this is a challenge that, you know, that we still see this on Survivor from time to time. The old, you know, stand there with your arm up in the air and then your arm is attached to a string that has the bucket of water. And uh, we had never seen it before. This is the first time that they ultimately execute this challenge. And look at you, T-Bird. You made history. Ah, uh, thank you for... Hey, Rob, this is what I kept thinking. Well, I kept thinking a couple of things. The first thing I was thinking is... I can't come down or Frank's gone. And that's one more closer to me being gone. Mm -hmm. And then I kept thinking I was trying just to stay motivated because it got to be a little bit challenging. Um, I kept thinking about my children, Tyler and Ellie, who at the time, um, Tyler was five and Ellie was three. So I just kept thinking about them watching this back. But you know what's funny about that? My right arm. Oh, oh, two things that's kind of interesting about that. First of all, when we went up to, for them to set the challenge up, the whoever the guy is, and and Robin Akiva, I wished I wish I knew who this guy was because it was a guy. A guy on production came over to set my arm up, and I was I had my left arm mm-hmm. to put in the to put in the sling or whatever it was. And this young young guy said to me, "Are you sure you want to use your left hand?" He goes, "Don't you want to?" don't you normally use your right hand? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you might want to use your right hand. So with that being said, if he had to said that and I had used my left arm that, you know, I'm sure it may have been a different outcome. So I kind of think it's interesting to mention that. And another thing, um, the next day I had no, absolutely no feeling in my right arm for several days. I couldn't lift it. I couldn't even yeah. lift it up. And I didn't real, I didn't tell a soul, not a soul, just because I thought, again, anything that separates you or makes you look weak, of course, you don't want to look too strong either, but i Figured at 40, I wasn't going to look that strong, but I knew I didn't want to let them know that I did not have the use of my right arm because it took several days for it to, to you know, to heal, mm-hmm. I guess, which I never even thought about yeah. that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I mean, that it was incredible. I mean, six hours in uh, one position is, uh, you know, very taxing. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Dr. Mike said that last week. Yeah. Hey, oh, all right. So, T-Bird, it came down to you and Clarence uh, to ultimately uh, win this immunity. And you guys were trying to talk it through. And it came down to a game of rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Okay. So, rock, paper, scissors. Clarence, the one that had mentioned rock, paper, scissors earlier, earlier. And it was way too early for me to to jump into that yet. But then when he finally mentioned it, and maybe I had a chance to think about it after he first mentioned it, which was after maybe like three or four hours. I can't really remember. It seems like I'm trying to think because it seems like Lex, Ethan was the last one that came down. Akiva, mm-hmm. your Lex, your Ethan was the last one to come <laughs> down at like three, a little over three and a half hours. Yeah. Ethan came, Ethan came down. Um, I think Lex made it to a little over three hours, but so I think after that is when Clarence first mentioned it a little before four hours. And I remember thinking, okay, if, if I give into this a little bit later, CB is such a manly man. I just figured he would do, would do um, rock. So I oh. thought about it before I even did it with him. Cause he's, I mean, I know that may not matter, but Clarence is a manly man. So I figure Clarence is going to do rock. That's just yes. what he's, he's not going to okay. do scissors or paper. So, all right. So, so give, give us, what he did. so w- w- 
Rock is the most masculine of rock, paper, scissors. Then what's second most? Oh, God. Paper? I don't know. Kiva, what do so, you think? So, so the, what, what's, the, what's the most uh, feminine of the three? Well, I wouldn't say feminine, but... Least right, masculine. Let's just say this. Scissors? Okay, I would say... Scissors, I would say, would be more feminine, maybe, because you think about... You know, do I? I don't. That's a good question. You know, you can cut flowers. You use them in the kitchen, and then yeah. paper. You might think of office okay. stuff more, kind of man, okay. manly, female. I don't know. That's crazy, but definitely the rock. A man. And you know, I wonder if if Clarence had a strategy also, but uh, it paid off. I mean, did you think at the time, T Bird, like, oh, this could be a million dollar rock paper scissors game right here? No, I wasn't thinking. I was only actually thinking a day ahead because you know, I notice people even nowadays when they play. Yeah, they get all excited when something really good comes their way or even, for example, Lex. I saw Lex do that really early on. I think it was like day 18 or day. I want to say day 18. Lex was all excited. I think he said, you know, he said we're locked and loaded and, you know, all we have to do is this and that. And as I'm watching that back, I'm thinking when you're talking like that at at day 19, you really, I don't really that that wouldn't that is would not be my strat was not my strategy. It wouldn't be it again. You mm-hmm. have to take it day by day by day. So no, I did not think ahead. All I was looking at is I win this. Frank stays probably, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll take it the next day and see what happens next. Okay. So no, Akiva, I wasn't thinking that way because I knew I was at a disadvantage from the minute I started the game with the the mature players and the younger players being divided. And my tribe, I couldn't get my tribe pulled together. So I knew I was a disadvantage. Winning one immunity challenge wasn't going to push me to the end. Mm. I knew it was going to be baby steps. T-Bird, so you also sang tomorrow. Someone come out tomorrow uh, when you were up there in the endurance challenge. Did you sing lots of songs or you just sang that one song in particular? That's the only one that jumped out. That was it. I, I think I was so... I don't know if I was bored. I don't think I was bored. I think I was in a lot of, um, I was uncomfortable at that time. I don't know. When did I sing that? How far in was I when I sang that? I feel that? like there, there was probably three hours. I don't think, feel like it was that far. You know what? You're absolutely right. It was only like a little over an hour into it. But I just remembered I was feeling a little uncomfortable. And I just did it to just kind of distract me to just to, you know, try to block out. Mm-hmm. You know, what I was doing, I guess, is all I can think of. Yeah. It just jumped out. Okay. And, and it was quiet. You know, it's really quiet. Everybody was sitting on the side. It was quiet. And it just seemed like time to break out into song. <laughs> and then that was just that one song and that was it? Did you sing it multiple times? Nope. That was it. That's all I sang. Do you love the movie Nothing Annie? Else. That was it. Um, I, I, Well, I like the song. The, the movie's cute, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I love The Wizard of Oz. Cute, not hot. That's the movie I yeah. really like. That's my mm-hmm. that's my favorite movie. Did they have to pay for the rights to that? Yes, uh, they probably did. Right, that was probably yeah. an expensive, an expensive uh, little song you sang there, T Bird. Yeah, what a shame it was sung by me and not somebody that really <laughs> could sing it. So I yeah. guess they paid a lot of money to get a really badly done version. I don't know though. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, yeah. and that reminds me, did y'all know the same thing about paying for something? You know, they had, when we first started the game, I had my Braves hat on. Yes. Oh, Rob, did you know I was Atlanta Braves fan? Akiva yes. might not you know, know it. I think I, I yeah, I mean, Akiva's a Mets fan too, long Well, you're wearing, you're wearing the hat during the season, right? So, of course, I knew that. Okay, well, 
No, but you know what, Akiva? What? I wore the hat the very first day. Then production told me I had to take it off. Why? They said you can't wear your hat. Be- okay, they said That's you crazy. can't wear your hat because we got to get a pr- we got to get approval from the baseball commission. I'm like, oh man, dogs! I really, you know. And plus, Akiva, plus this is really cool because I know you have children. It was my son's baseball cap when he was like four years old. It was that. Mm-hmm. It was a little bitty baseball cap. Like my son was four, and so I had it for the Atlanta Braves. I had it for my son Tyler. There was just a lot of reasons, just a connection back home. So when they came and told me I had to take it off, I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to get. I'm not. They're not going to approve me. Baseball commission's not going to approve me to wear this hat." But they came back the next day and they said I could wear it. I had it off for about a day or maybe two days, at least mm. one day, maybe two days, and then they came back and said I could wear it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hey, wait a minute! I got to do this. Let me find it. It's in the floor. <laughs> I can't. I got to keep my podcast bell on the floor because it's too loud up here. It's very, it I is got, loud. I got rules on. Yeah. I got rules on my podcast bell. Rules on my popcorn. I got so many rules. Rob gives me. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Okay. Run a tight ship. Well, he does run a tight okay. ship. Total control. Total control. T Bird. So let's talk about uh, the uh, merge feast. Yeah, I, I gotta have total control. Uh, Akiva, you, you might say that uh, I'm uh, most likely to throw down rock if we uh, play a little Rochambeau, if you know what I no, mean. No doubt. No yes, doubt. Yes, no doubt. Um, so. Would you, would you really, Rob? Would sure, you really? Uh, sure, that's most no, masculine, right? Well, I'm, yeah, it is, but Akiva, what would you throw down? Well, I'm, a, I'm a, I think a scissors guy. <laughs> Look at you. Are you a I, scissors I, I, guy? Think, I think I'm a scissors guy because I think when I play with my kids, they put up paper. So you always win with the scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, Akiva, it, it's crazy. If there's a strategy to all this. And, you know, the three of us all know with kids, you really have to strategize mm-hmm. these different things with your kids. So mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, the feast. The merge feast. feast. Uh, first off, I thought you guys got hosed. Uh, this was not a great merge feast, T-Bird. Oh, I didn't even know what we had. Yeah, you got had crackers look, and what was that, olives? Yeah. Olives, <laughs> which, I, of course, I like, but a lot of people don't love olives. I love them. But crackers, cheese, olives, and a bottle of wine. Yeah, I mean, that that's not a meal. for me, by the way, is that bottle of wine. Yeah. Well, for but a lot of women would say cheese crackers and wine and olives is, is a nice you know that's that's nice. I, I was okay with that. Okay. Well, see, I hadn't had anything to eat yet because remember the old the Baron tribe sure. won something, won a bunch of food. I don't yeah. know. And then at the challenge, he was bringing out hamburgers and pizza. Uh, Jeff was, and since Clarence and I, none of us stepped out. I didn't get any of that food, which was fine. I wasn't there to eat. So I was happy to have the cheese and crackers with the wine. That yeah. that was perfectly fine with me. Do you know that's all I had the whole time I was there other than I had during the, yeah. um, I had, I think I had some meat. What's that called? A meatball sandwich. I split a meatball oh, sandwich, a I think, but that was it. Yeah. Um, yes. Akiva, did that merge feast pass the Banya test? Uh, was it a meal? Yeah. That's a good question. I really wasn't paying that much attention to it, but it didn't look too appetizing. Oh, I guess you but don't it's like funny. food. I, I do I guess like you're food. not a food I was, liker. I was more, I was more uh, focused on all the food that Jeff was giving away to the people not in the, in, in the challenge, which was pretty wild. It doesn't happen yes. often. That was crazy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. We had... You know, I'm from the South and I love grits. So basically what we had was maize 
and that we had every day like a little palm full of mace. But did you see mace? I'm saying it wrong, but you know what I'm saying. But did you see at the opening or whenever we were eating before the merge, the flies, how they it would just swarm and mm-hmm. settle on our food? And we just, even if we were trying to knock them off, they just came back and landed. And I know mm-hmm. it sounds terrible, but Rob, you know, and Akiva, I'm sure you've been really hungry before. It just, you just eat it. You're just oh, yeah. so hungry. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've been like giant flies hungry, but I definitely have been hungry. Wait, you yeah, eat the uh, flies you- or you just eat the food <laughs> that uh, if the flies landed on it? No, the the flies wouldn't land there and like get buried in it or anything. They just land on it and then take off again. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. But still, I mean, you start thinking about flies and in Africa and all that. You start, well, you don't really think about it because it's not going to do you any good to think about it. But yeah. But anyway, the merge feast was kind of small, but at that time I was happy just to get something. Mm -hmm. I was happy just to make the merge because, Rob, I should have already been voted out. They were going to vote me out earlier than that merge. Who was? So I was happy to be there. My Sam Brewery was going to vote me out if Linda Spencer yeah. hadn't gone up on Lindsay, on Lynn's. It was me. They already said, T-Bird, it's going to be you because we don't want you to be part of the merge because when you go to the merge, the other side's going to like you. And of course, I would have jumped over to him mm-hmm. anyway because I was in a hot mess over there. So yeah, I was the next one to go. So I was so happy to be there at that merge feast. I didn't care what they served. All right, so you guys have a merge feast, and then you guys start playing some games. Uh, there's some suggestion of, hey, truth or dare, and then you guys play a game called uh, Never Have I Ever. I never. Yeah, I never. Never. Yeah, I, yeah, never. Yeah. I never. I right. never. Akiva, did you ever play this game? And even said, hey, Akiva. Yeah. I uh, I think uh, I uh, probably in high school or something, yeah. Okay. Not recently. Yeah. This is like Have what people do at a sleepover. Game, yeah, this is like what people yeah, do this, at a sleepover. Yeah, this is a sleepover. This is what Allie Lasher wanted us to do when yeah. we were just too stupid. Okay. Yes. Allie Lasher, is she a dollar? The what? best. I love her. The best. Yeah. Yes. I love her. Yeah. I love her. Same here. All right. So, so Akiva, do you remember what... Okay, Ethan started it off. And since you're Ethan fan, I'm going to see if you remember what Ethan said that he had never done. Akiva, did you watch this over again like I did? I did. Of course, I did watch it again. Uh, yeah, Ethan said I thought Ethan said something like weirdly generic. Now I'm blanking on what Ethan said was his he never said, as ever. Uh, I never walked through a crowd of people naked. Oh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of random. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of that. like that's sociopath right. behavior. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a minute. That's yes. right. He said something like he's never walked in a crowd naked or something. OK, now. All right. I'm going to test you guys again. Now, the next thing was Big Tom. What did Big Tom he say? He said that uh, he never had been turned on by a 56-year-old woman. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Yes. And I think he was talking about, I think he was talking about Mama, Mama Kim. Kim. She was 56. Okay. Yeah, she's 56. So he's Mama talking Kim. about her. Yeah, Mama Kim was 56. Okay. Right. Right. So, and then from there, it was Brandon. And I know we both, we all remember what Brandon Remind said. us. What yeah. did he say? Uh, (laughs) well Brandon okay so Brandon said I've never had sex on an airplane well what happened was what happened was is I had some wine clearly I had had some wine on the empty stomach on day 20 and it just because I can assure you that would have never jumped Mm -hmm. out if I hadn't had wine on empty stomach I'm just telling you it would not have for sure for sure I just would have kept it to myself because I just would have. 
But as soon as Brandon said, I've never had sex on an airplane, I immediately, without even skipping a beat, said, I have. That was it. That was, that all was two, it. Two words. Okay. There it was. That and was you it. Were, and and was. you were just lying and, make, and making that up so that the younger people would think that you were more a... a, a wild and yeah, crazy. wild and crazy. Wild yeah. and crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, is exactly why I said it. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Very, that's exactly right. Yeah, oh, me too. It wasn't, it wasn't a true story. You were just trying to fit in with the, with the cool kids. I just wanted to fit in. That's exactly right. Right. Because I knew, I knew from the start I was already separated from the young people and the mature people. So I knew I had to change my ways when I hit mm-hmm. the merge. Yes. Hey, let me ask y'all something. Because I kept hearing this. I kept hearing last night, make the, mer- the merge or a yes. merger. Is it a merge or a merger? They stopped calling it the merger in like 2002 or three, right, Rob? Um, yeah, I haven't heard it called the merger the- in a while. Yeah, probably by All-Stars that was dead. I-, I just think the lexicon... The and I'm like... No, the pun intended, has advanced a lot on Survivor, and some of the things they said are, are you know, we've, <laughs> we've adapted them. T-Bird, and then there was one other big reveal that came up. There was one other big reveal that came up in Never uh, Have I, in I Never. Uh, we heard from Frank that he oh, yeah, 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 yeah. has yeah. never broken the honor of a handshake. Yes, and you know what? What? They actually, yeah, you know what? I already knew that about Frank. Mm-hmm. I knew Frank was solid locked in if he told you he was locked in he's locked in well i would have thought that lex would have really gravitated toward frank because lex was controlling the show and trying to make all these alliances and they actually flashed over to lex after frank said that and of course lex is very intelligent very intelligent mm-hmm. so i i'm surprised that, that lex course didn't grab him grab him to frank a little tire knowing that he would have him solid because you know brandon actually lex kind of latched on a little bit to brandon and brandon was all over the place brandon was all over the place mm-hmm. so yeah it was interesting when frank said that you know i thought somebody would especially lex would have been the one that would jump on that i already knew that that's why i knew i couldn't let frank go Right, right. But as far as I understand it, that um, you and uh, Frank, I think, were seen more as like guys that were maybe in Big Tom's uh, pocket, like in terms of like uh, that Lex looked at when, you know, if there was going to be some sort of a war between Lex, Big Tom and Ethan, that maybe you and Frank were more guys that would be in the Big Tom camp. And Brandon was his guy. Uh, Yeah. We never, I, he, Lex may have seen it that way, mm-hmm. but I think Frank had been doing a little bit of talking with Big Tom, but we never got, you know, Lex, Big Tom, and, and Ethan were so, so dialed in there toward, they didn't really change until the very, very end when Lex kept winning all that, mm-hmm. all the um, challenges. That's when Ethan, you heard Mama Kim talking to Ethan. That's when Mama Kim finally said, you know, he's going to win this thing. He's going to win these challenges. And that's when I realized that Mama Kim was, you know, had built such a friendship with Ethan. I think she was just helping. All right. Because I think she had such a friendship with him. But they really didn't break apart until Lex kept winning, 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 winning. Did I say winning? Yes. Couldn't be stopped. Yes. Can we get a welcome to the view? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. T-Bird, do you like the view? You know, uh, she's not a they, TV guy. Like She's not a TV fan. Okay, okay. I 
I don't like how they talk all over each other. I know, I know, mm. I know I do that, Rob. I mm. know I do that, Akiva. I do that. But they're talking all over each other and they're talk kind of like what I've been doing. Oh, mm-hmm. no, good. I'm not particularly. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so we also not see, particularly. Yeah, we see where Frank uh, ends too up. Too political. It's, it's too political. Yeah, it's too political for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Frank ends up sort of like uh, mirroring the elephant behavior. Uh, did you think that the elephant even uh, cared about what Frank was doing? I don't know. I, I the second the second time I watched it, I kind of thought, wait a minute, they don't look like they're kind of in sync there for a minute. Mm-hmm. But but again. When Frank was doing the elephant motion, and again he was he he stayed away, he stayed out of the boma a lot, doing stuff like that. And I kept thinking, Frank, don't don't do that, just just don't do that. So, you know, Frank was you know, and Frank's big hunt, a hunter, and we couldn't hunt, which was a really thing that hurt definitely hurt us because if we could have hunted out there in the Shaba Reserve, which we couldn't because it was a Reserve. Yeah, yeah. Frank would have brought a whole, a oh, whole certainly. lot to the yeah. party. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> those and, elephants were lucky. That would have changed his game too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, <laughs> were lucky. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, they were. All right, T. Bear. Anything you want to tell us about the lead up to Tribal Council in this episode? Um. Yeah. I guess the main thing was, you know, when I watched Lex as as Kelly Kelly G said. Grandmaster Lex decided basically Lex decided it was going to be CB going mm-hmm. and he decided he wanted to talk to him and a man, you know, and I think even Lex said to CB, we've all decided. Well, I wasn't in all that. We all mm-hmm. decided part because I didn't know anything about anything. I didn't know there was tension between Kelly and Lex. I didn't know any of that. If I had, of, I would have played on that with Kelly G. Um, so, so, I just thought it was interesting again how Lex continued to tell everybody how to vote. Even Mama Kim said, you know, I don't like being told, you know, what to do or how to vote. I don't know if he's trying to trick us, but he wasn't. He was just literally running the show and was trying to play a straight honest game by telling CB he was going, which I think you guys, we all know that's not the best thing to do is give somebody a heads up that they're leaving, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. anyway, between me telling CB I wasn't going to vote against him because he asked me not to and me knowing that I wasn't going to have Lex telling me what to do. I wasn't even in his alliance and I already knew I was totally so far outside of his alliance that that wasn't going to happen either. So I knew going in, but I didn't tell Frank what I was doing because I thought, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't, I'm afraid to tell anybody yet what I'm doing. Cause you know, you got to be careful with that too. Cause you don't know who you can trust. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I could trust Frank. But I didn't want Frank to all of a sudden decide he was going to be all honest and come out and say, yeah, T-Bird and I voted for you, Lex. So that's how that kind of started and played out. Yeah. Okay. Then ultimately, your friend Clarence was going to go home. You would not cast a vote for him. How did you decide it was going to be Lex for the for the one vote? Just for, off of what Clarence was going to do? Oh, no, 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 no. Because Lex was the biggest threat out there. He was the one. He was my kryptonite. Mm-hmm. He was the only one playing so hard that that I knew I had to, to get him out of there in, in, to, in order to advance. OK. He was the only one that 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 I thought was the threat was Lex. And he was and he was. I mean, he he ran the show. He he was great at challenges. So, hey, guys, did you even realize which I know you did? 
Did you realize when we were trying to come up with our tribe name, Moto Maji, Maji, Moto Maji, 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 whatever, whatever that is, our tribe name. Do you know that was all X mm-hmm. again? That was all X yeah. coming up with that because he knew Swahili. He studied Swahili before when he knew it was going to be in Africa because he's I'm telling you, he's so smart. He studied Swahili, which is another reason, you know, later on he won that crossword game mm-hmm. that find the words that were in Swahili because he knew Swahili. So, again, from the very beginning for me, once we merged, Lex was the only threat, in my opinion. Right. Akiva, what is your opinion of that? I think in a later season, it would have been so glaring to you guys, you would have probably voted him out basically at the merge. Rob could disagree, but he was just like playing the game on a, you know, a higher level than a lot of the people there and, you know, Mm -hmm. more of a modern, modern survivor game. But yeah, you're right. You know what? That's a good point. More of a modern survivor. Definitely. But you know, Akiva, you know, all these strong personalities out there playing, I mean, Everybody's got their strong personalities in different directions, you know, different ways. Maybe you don't see it like Kelly G. Look how she's what she's done in her. I mean, it's just a very strong personality. So him being out there controlling and telling people what to do, you know, did he play differently in All Stars, Rob? Did you notice? Um, Was he he kind of did that, too, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's a little again. I was never on a tribe with uh, Lex, but I think that he was, you know, uh, kind of telling his group of people uh, what to do as uh, they were getting, you know, down, down in in the numbers. And then, uh, you know, felt like that he could work with uh, Rob because of their relationship. And that did not turn out to be the case. Yeah, that didn't turn out well. Well, that's another thing. Like I said, you know, if. Well, in Africa, it was he was very strong and everybody just did it. I kept thinking mm-hmm. to myself, why is everybody doing what he says? Not one person is doing anything differently. Yeah. Nobody. And I couldn't understand that. But like I said, after watching Kelly, she talk about Lex and how she would vote him off in, in a heartbeat, you know. And again, if these are facts that if you knew at the time, you could play with those facts, but didn't have them. So, OK. Do the best you can. Uh, Keith, any, any other questions for season three, episode seven? No, we have so much else, else to get to. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot to get to. Okay, all right. So, T Bird, I know that you were recently a part of our mask survivor. Are you familiar with the? Wa- oh God! Yes. Okay, <laughs> that was Rob. I love doing that. Okay, so let me just tell you something. You already know this. So, Allie Lasher helped me do it. Well, she didn't help me do it. She basically did it for me because you know what you're dealing with here, and it was so cute. So we decided to go with the song from Africa. We didn't know that the song was played before the clues. We thought the clues would come out before the song yeah. or we would have done a different song. Okay. Mm. Okay, right. so there you go. There you go. No problem. It was perfect. Don't sweat it. All right. But T-Bear, are you familiar with the wand off? Heard of it, but uh, no. Okay. I don't know exactly what it is. Well, the wand off was created by our own Josh Wiggler. And, oh, uh, I love him. I yes, love Josh we all Wiggler. Do. We all do. And it's a weekly song parody contest of the what the listeners uh, send in to uh, sort of celebrate each week of Survivor. And so Akiva thought it might be a fun idea to reach out to some wand offers to see if they might be able to contribute something as we took a look back to Season 3, Episode 7 of Survivor. What, what do you think of that? I love it. Okay, Akiva. I love it. I'm, I'm ready. All right. What do you want to set up here? Well, we got we we have uh, one wand offer sent in one song and one wand offer sent in two songs. Okay. All right. So first up, 
Here comes a legend of the Wandoff. It's Corey B with a song from season three, episode seven of Survivor. Corey B. So what is brunch again exactly? Frank G is autocratic, antisocial, strict, not like all the rest. Moto Maji tribe is hopeful. Let's get secrets off our chest. Pull him in and let him speak, and then we'll see our Frank get freaky. Play, I never play, I never. Now let's see what Frank G says. I've never broken the honor of a handshake. It was just a golden rule I was brought No, I like that. Drop it, don't stop it. Everybody get up to work. See an elephant. We about to make a bond. Let me see ya. Arm tails up. Gently swaying. Arm tails up. Everybody. Arm tails up. We about to make a bond. Hockey kind of nervous. Make your rhythm start to surface. Came out hard the day I started. That's me. I'm so uncharted. Working hard. And yes, I rock it. Only elephants can stop it. No, I can't stop watching him take that dump while I'm downwind. Drop it, don't stop it. Everybody get up to work. See an elephant. We about to make a bond. Arm tails up. Gently swaying. Arm tails up. Everybody. Arm tails up. We about to make a bond. Frank, he was. Making an elephant motion, and I don't know who. All right, that was a wand off from Ciara Easton. Yeah, Corey B. There you go, Corey B. Corey, that was great, Corey B. Awesome. (laughs) Mrs. Russell Wilson's song. (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, and then. We have another wand offer participated in this celebration of season three, episode seven. Mm-hmm. Let's bring have in. Gotta, yes, have we got to pick the best one, you guys. Yeah, you pick oh, the no. best one. Oh well, I, I did tell the people who sent in. You don't. We're not going to judge you, but sure, you could okay, do it. T Bird, you're above it. the okay. law. No, I, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to judge them. They're, that was great. I'm sure the next yeah. one's going to be just as great. All right. Mm-hmm. Here is a wand off legend, DJ LaBelle Klein. Has another song from season three, episode seven. Mini wand off in three, two, one. What is brunch? Frank had not heard of that brunch word before. What is brunch? Frank had not heard of that brunch word before. Brunch, 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 brunch. What is brunch? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, incredible, incredible job. Frank Garrison getting so much love on yeah. the wand off uh, that uh, just uh, Josh Wiggler. What'd you think of that? I laugh. I laugh because you kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Rob, that was yeah. yeah. That was from Holloway. Yes. But um those were about Frank Garrison. Okay. No, right. no, wait. So so you guys, I appreciated those I love that second one equally as well. It was just so short. But when I first hear that music hey. going, of course, I think of Chris Catan and yes. Will Ferrell. Yes. Those two sure. knuckleheads that I love. You love, love Will Ferrell. Love them. 
I love Chris Kattan yeah. too. Yes. I love him. He's okay. great. Yeah. All right. Kattan stand right here. Uh, another one. This is from DJ LaBelle Klein. Um. Yes, there, child down the merch feast. They played a little sharing game. And oh my goodness! You know who that sounded like exactly like Will from America? No, oh. it sounded just like Big Tom. Oh, Big Tom! Yeah, oh yeah, maybe that's what he was going like for. Big Tom. Uh, and DJ Labelle Klein was going for that. Uh, did not listen to the podcast. Did not know that you had made that story up to fit in with uh, uh with the younger survivors. Yeah, he didn't know it was a lie. Yeah. He didn't know that, well, that you made that up. Okay, well, who's that from? Lynn Rourke Luskin Skinnerd. Yeah, Luskinnerd. Yeah, that's what it says. Did Will from America do that? No, really? DJ LaBelle Klein. DJ LaBelle Klein. All right. T-Bird, uh, we had so much fun going through season three, episode seven of Survivor with you. Oh, it's great. Yes. Thanks for getting me. Thanks for getting me to watch it because. Will of, you watch of, more? No, why, I won't. Why not? I already know the outcome. Yeah, but you like this one. Well, Rob. Rob, you, I know, Rob, you're going to understand this completely exactly. He mm-hmm. might, you might as well. You might, too. I like to win. Uh, yeah. I didn't win. Mm. And I wanted, I wanted to win. And I, and I thought I could win. I actually thought I could win. And I didn't. So when I watch it, it, re- it, now, especially when I see things like watching it, how if I had talked to Kelly or how Brandon didn't even want Lindsay to be out there. Mm-hmm. He was tired of her. I see things that make me think, oh, man. And, you know, you second, not really second guess, but you learn things you didn't know that would have helped your gameplay to advance you further in the game. So, no, I won't watch any. I mean, okay. I won't. I, I hope my kids will one day, but they don't even have an interest in it either. <laughs> hey, I like to think, and my husband, he wasn't watching it. I don't think he has an interest in it either. Yeah, well, I can understand why after all the help he has to give us to get you on these podcasts. Yeah. We might be over Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> you got a good point there. Yeah. Okay. That's for sure. All right. Are you pumped up for season 40, though, T-Bird? Yes, I am. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great, great, great. Yes. It's going to be really good. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you? Are you Akiva? Akiva. I know yes. you are, too, right? Akiva, who uh, are, of course. are you? Uh, how could you? I mean, you right. mm-hmm. So, Akiva, I love you, and I appreciate yes. the fact that you are open right and honest you. to tell me that you were pulling for Ethan for season three. I love that. That you told me mm-hmm. that. Because, I, I mean, he's cool as ever. I love him. Now, yeah. season 40 is your t- winner pick for 20 of the 20 people. Is Ethan who you are pulling for once again? No, he's not my uh, winner ooh. pick. He hasn't played in a long time. I mean, he's not who I'm rooting for but either. don't you I'm... love him equally as much as you did? Yeah, I mean, he's great. He's a wonderful guy. He's not. Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, I mean, he's, but yeah, you're not I, rooting for him. Uh, I probably. I mean, I'm well, rooting for him. I'm definitely not rooting against him. I'm probably rooting for Tyson the most. I don't know. All right. Okay. Well, that's interesting, Rob, because because I thought Rob, did you know who? Um, do I know? Do I know? Do do I know who? What? We'll never know. Well, I was going to say, did you think that Akiva, out of these 20 players, I just figured since he had such a strong connection with Ethan from season three, that he would probably be pulling for him to win. Yeah. But then it's okay that you're not. I know you still like him, of course, but I mm. guess I thought that's who he would be pulling for. I mean, if he got us Marklin Baker, maybe pulling? I'd root for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. right all right so rob who are you pulling for who are you pulling for rob oh i mean um t-bird i have to i'm a professional uh i but i would say you know tyson is my closest friend in uh real life out of out of this crew oh i didn't know that akiva so are you friends with tyson also no nope. tyson has tyson? no idea who i am he's <laughs> never heard of me <laughs> i don't believe that is that true it's rob? like rob has two separate yeah, Rob has two separate podcast families. So Rob does a weekly podcast with Tyson, mm-hmm. and he does a weekly podcast with Akiva, mm-hmm. um, and never the twain shall meet. Mm-hmm. The, the two worlds shall, shall collide. They need to. I'm Come talk on, to Rob. Tyson. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's uh, we we can figure this out another time. We have, we have T-Bird here. <laughs> oh, what do we okay, like? Okay. Well, you, right. Akiva, she's interviewing how us dare now. You? Look, uh, I, I, what bring, I, do? I bring she's... Survivor royalty in to talk with you, and you're like, <laughs> hey, where's Tyson? Why, why isn't yeah, Tyson well, here? I got that. Yeah. I did not I say that. that. Yeah. I brought it up. I brought it up because he's, pull- yeah. he's pulling for that, but, Be but satisfied Akiva. that I brought T-Bird in for uh, I'm, Rob I'm and very satisfied. I feel bad we're wasting her no, time no. at this point. No, Kiva. So it's interesting that your worlds have never met. You've not met, but you're still pulling for him to win. That's who you want to win. Well, he's so like a character on yeah. television to me. You know, Akiva's he's not, not my a friend. player hater. I'm not a player hater. There's, a, you know, I hope that I hope all twenty of them win. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's gonna be T-Bird. a great season. It's gonna be a great season. Mm. All right, T Bird. This was so much fun getting to go through all of this with you. Yes, thank you for forcing me, you and Akiva, forcing me to watch season three, uh, number seven. That I had never mm-hmm. season three you number seven it. that I had yep, never watched. Yep. I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. So okay. thank you. T-Bird, thank, thank you oh, no, so thank, much. Anything you want to tell you, people T-Bird. to check out? No, hopefully we'll be able to do talking with T-Bird after season 40. We'll come back in with some sure. new guests. And yeah, I've been working on some. You know about that, Rob. Yes, I so, know. Yeah, I know. Hopefully. T-Bird's working hard. All right, T-Bird, thank you so much. Thank you so much, T-Bird. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Akiva, thank you so much, Akiva. I look forward to meeting you in the future and giving you yeah, a absolutely. big, huge yeah. hug. Yeah, T-Bird, Absolutely. thanks for being such a good sport. All right, Akiva, there you have it. There was uh, T-Bird Cooper. Uh, we've got some more to get to here today, but let me just quickly uh, thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at CBS All Access who want to tell you about Tell Me a Story over on CBS All Access. Like, everybody remembers their fairy tales growing up. Uh, Akiva, did you have a favorite fairy tale? Uh, yeah, one day I believe that the uh, Jets would win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was, was going to say tale. that my favorite fairy tale was the time that the hedge fund owner was going to buy the Mets from the Wilpons. But, uh, yeah, my, again, my mom would read that to me every night, yeah, and it was a lot. Yes, uh, but there's so many great fairy tales out there, of course, but they're not just for kids anymore, because the new season of Kevin Williamson's Tell Me a Story takes the world's most well-known fairy tales 
and reimagines them as a dark and twisted psychological thriller. Exploring an entirely new set of characters, this season features three legendary stories, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, and... Cinderella, that's right. Uh, that's what first drew me to tell me a story, uh, which is streaming exclusively on CBS All Access. Here's what you could expect. The show stars the incredible Paul Wesley, best known for his role in The Vampire Diaries, and also Danielle Campbell from The Originals, and Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix, one of Akiva's favorites, and Jessica Jones. Uh, the new season was shot on location in Nashville, which means there is original music woven into the stories that you won't want to miss. Sign up today for CBS All Access by going to cbs.com slash Rob. Get your first week of CBS All Access for free and stream the new season of Tell Me a Story. That's cbs.com slash Rob to get your first week of CBS All Access for free. Okay, Akiva, so from Mm. what I understand, uh, we still have more to do with Season 3, Episode 7 of Survivor? Uh, That is correct, Rob. I figured, uh, because this is sort of like a throwback Thursday, we are recording this on Thursday, Mm -hmm. um, for a 19-year-old episode of television, I figured, what if we pretended that this was a uh, regular season, uh, a regular episode of RHP, and we had the you know, five or six podcasts that you do every week. Yeah. After the episode of Survivor, what if we did lightning round versions of them in a segment I'll call um, a week of RHP in ten minutes? A week of RHP ten. Oh, well, that sounds perfect for me. Yes. 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 Okay. And let's see if we could get it in that ten minute span. Let's see if we could do these. Okay. Next I would five love to see segments. you try. Okay. So what do you, yeah. what do you have coming up for us? Uh, so we just watched the episode, and uh, Clarence Black he lost. And uh, we want to know why Clarence lost. So what about listening to a little bit of the what would it, what would it be like in 2001 if uh, David Bloomberg and Jessica Lee's recorded an episode of why Clarence lost? OK, if you lost Survivor and you're feeling down, David and Jessica will turn it around. They'll break down the rules and they'll show you how you're playing yourself and got voted out. This is why Blank lost. And this is why Blank lost. Oh, baby, this is why Blank lost. Voice of an angel. Welcome to a special edition of Why Blank Lost. I'm David Bloomberg, and today my co-host Jessica Lewis and I are going back to November 2001, when Clarence lost after that tricky T-bird beat him at rock, paper, scissors. Let's take a quick look back based on the version of my rules from the time, what African survivors should have learned. Clarence tried to scheme and plot, but he just wasn't any good at it because nobody trusted him. And since he was doing so poorly at scheming, he did it a bit too much, which didn't help his credibility problems. It might not have mattered anyway, but maybe if he had stuck with a couple of people, he might have had a chance. Back then, the seventh rule used to note that providing food wins allies. Obviously, taking food was the opposite when he ate the can of beans without permission early on and then double dipped into the cherries. Throughout the game, we saw him talk and obsess about food more than any other player, which negatively affected the other's opinions of him. And of course, he was a big threat to win individual challenges, which nobody wanted because he wasn't anyone's alliance. Clarence almost immediately showed he could not be trusted. Yes, he blew a chance at immunity by his game of rock, paper, scissors, but he probably figured a 50-50 chance was his best shot against T-Bird. He was too strong to keep around and too untrustworthy to be in an alliance. And that is why Clarence lost. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I've got a whole new understanding of the whole thing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and should yeah. every podcast be 60 seconds, Rob? Uh, free up a lot of my day. 
Yeah, it would be good. Like, what if we? Because I did email these people and be like, and we'll see who kept to it and who didn't. I I emailed people and I said like, let's try and keep this under sixty seconds because we're doing a week of RHP in ten minutes. Let's see if uh, notorious uh, rules follower Jordan Kalish, uh, who I will be joining um, on his podcast in season forty one with you mm-hmm. again. Um, he uh, wants to tell you what happened this week in Survivor history. Even though there isn't much Survivor history before this week, season okay. three, episode seven. All right, let's, let's see, see what he has to say. Let's see what Jordan Kalish has to say. Well, I didn't think I'd have to start writing trivia questions a week before Survivor Forty started, but here we are, and we're going all the way back to Survivor: The Australian Outback. The episode was called "Trust No One" from February eighth, two thousand one, nineteen years ago, Saturday. Right after Marilyn Mad Dog Hershey became the third person voted out, to whom did she give her Mad Dog hat? Was it A, Amber Burkich, B, Tina Wesson, C, Kel, a.k.a. Cal Gleason, or D, the King Cake Baby? Akiva, you had to know that fake choice D answer was coming. <laughs> I'm so confused. What week in Survivor history are we going back to? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? Because season three aligns with season one, right? No, because season one was on in the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, was yeah. on so- in November. There, there is was, no week. There was never a, a previous yeah. week in Survivor history. Wait, can I ask a question? Does yeah. Jordan Kalish not know how his own show works? I don't know. I don't like, know. Is it always not something that's a, that's lined up with like uh, on that week just four years ago? Like he doesn't. It maybe doesn't know. Yeah, I know he's bad at math. Does he not know how the months work? Maybe he should have done like this week in Survivor future. Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah, but twist. Yeah, you know What's the answer. Asking us? You know the answer. Well, we accidentally played it, and I've already forgotten. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, the Mad Dog gives her hat to one of the season forty contestants. Uh, it was yep. Amber. Um, he also uh, put in something about who uh, Teresa and Clarence followed first on so, okay. but I didn't include that okay. because who cares? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Got it. We got to get moving. And the correct answer is A, Amber Burkich, who we're about to see back for Winners at War. Don't know if she'll be wearing her Mad Dog hat, but in retrospect, maybe she would have preferred a Wiggler's Wombat's hat. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. What else do you have for us, Uncle Keevy? Well, so far, everybody I believe we've heard from has been an American. Let's go across the pond, as they say. Way across like several ponds, probably. <laughs> several, all the ponds. <laughs> all okay. the ponds. Let's let's see what Survivor Global has to say about this episode. Okay. Yeah. What does what did Shannon Gus have to say about this episode? One, two, three. One, one, I love that we're playing the theme songs for thirty second clips. All right, Nick. It is time for the chizzy. Who do you think should get three points this week? It's a tough one. Um, I reckon I'm going to give my three to T-Bird. Um, she's just uh, – look, she was going to go home, and her performance in that challenge was so great, even to go down to rock, paper, scissors. Like, this is – I think the image of her, like, kissing up to the sky will be something that sticks with Survivor fans for years and years and years. I'm, I'm all in on T-Bird. Three points. Yeah, and I mean, like, if she doesn't win that challenge, they can't get rid of Clarence, and I feel like he would have been a really big threat. Yeah, I feel like Clarence is that kind of player that, like, you know, if the show lasts beyond three seasons, you know, I can see them bringing him back maybe for, like, an All-Stars, maybe, like, a second chance thing. Like, I reckon Clarence is going to be, like, one of the biggest players, the one of the biggest returning players that we ever see. Like, I could see that the point, like, one day, maybe even, like, a giant statue could be erected to Clarence. So, 
Mm. I don't know. I think she did really well, well to get him out. Yeah, I could also kind of see that. I'm not really quite sure. Either this season's merge mood or maybe next season's. Yeah, one of them. Okay, wow. Nick Iadanza, uh, one of Akiva's favorite survivors, uh, was the My guest. My favorite sur- Australian survivor, yes. without question. W- was the guest on Survivor Global. Was that recorded in 2001? Was that recorded during the time of the episode? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like they were unaware of any Survivor past this week. So, <laughs> by the way, behind the scenes, I did ask Matt Ligori, who writes powerings for your website, yes. if he would power rank everyone left, but just in the order that they end up winning, which I thought would be funny mm-hmm. and play it straight. But I, I uh, we didn't end up yeah. doing that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, probably uh, I don't know how the, a blog is going to play on a podcast, but listen, uh, Matt Ligori, he's electric. He would have figured it out. Yes, um, all right. So we already Bob did Matt. Okay. Anything for yeah, a licorice Ligori, we call him. Um, so. <laughs> We did the wand-offs, so we heard three wand-offs there, thanks to those guys. Yeah. Uh, let's do one more. How about uh, uh, our great friends who've been on this podcast many times, Mike Bloom and Liana Barris? Okay. Let's see uh, what was going on in the B&B for Season 3, Episode number 7 of Survivor. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the RHAP B&B for Episode 7 of Survivor Africa. My name is Mike Bloom here to break down an episode of Survivor like we do each and every week here on the B&B with some tried and true fun and games. I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, Liana Boris. Liana, if you were a brunch, what kind of brunch would you be? Uh, wait, let me take a wild guess because I'm not sure I know what brunch means. Is it a combination of breakfast and lunch? Uh, it's you're you're right on the money there. Uh, unlike Clarence, who did not get any money in this episode, you're right on the money. So sad. I win the first game, right? (laughs) Exactly. You won the first game, but we have a game to turn on to our intrepid listeners today, Rob Cesarino and Teresa T. Bird Cooper of Survivor Africa fame. We have a B&B game for you, and it's a fairly newfound game we've done on the B&B, but we're talking about Survivor Africa, so we have turned to the lovely reviewers on the website Amazon.com. For this quickie game, we're going to read out four reviews of Survivor Africa on Amazon.com. Three of these are from real Amazon.com users, and one of them is fake. It is up to you two to put your heads together and guess which is the fake review. Liana, you have spent many a week creating fake reviews, getting into the minds of these casuals. Do we consider Amazon people casuals? I think so. I don't know. It's a terrible place to be. I'm very excited to be out of the minds of the casual viewers, but uh, I think we've cooked up a pretty good review here, so I'm excited to see if we can stump y'all. Okay, so again, we're reading four reviews here. Three are real. One is fake. Guess the fake. Here we go. A, and this review's titled, True Survival at Its Best. A real survivor trek. A fire must be kept at night to ward off the lions. And two must stay on watch at all times during the night to make sure this happens. Keep around those who can carry the most water from the spring to the camp. As the tribe shrinks, the lions take notice and stalk the camp more. People who flipped alliances, parentheses, double talk, didn't seem to fare well in season three like in later seasons where it became an art. Honesty, integrity, and respect for other people seem to take a much bigger role in Season 3 compared to, say, Survivor Micronesia, parentheses, Season 16, where treating people like dirt gets celebrated. This is real survival. Enjoy! Review B, titled, If I Could Give This Season a Six Star, I Would. 
I've been watching Survivor since the beginning, and let me tell you, this season is what it's all about. The castaways are real salt-of-the-earth people, truly tested on what it means to survive. Between dealing with all of those dung-dropping elephants, lions, and hunting for food, dot, 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 they didn't have to play like all the criminal people, backstabbing, throwing idols, and spying on people because they knew what this game meant. Honor at its best. The beautiful African Savannah is an added bonus. Review C, titled Best Survivor Season, hands down. Survivor Africa is the best season. Living in the middle of a desert with wild animals stalking you, dot, dot, dot. Having to dig out a well and having elephants drop loads right in front of your well (laughs) in the same water, dot, dot, dot. No water challenges except the bucket over your head, dot, 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 dot. Strategy was not evil, but intelligent, dot, 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 dot. The castaways were real, not wanting to be on TV or looking for a career in TV or modeling, dot, dot, dot. Jeff wasn't Botoxed up, but actually cute, dot, dot, dot. They had to Mike's work for their word food and their water, and they had to make their entertainment. It wasn't handed to them, dot, dot, dot. Season three was the best season. Review D, titled, What a Long, Strange Trip It's Been. It's a little like being on safari with the cast of The Road Warrior. The scenery of Africa and its wild inhabitants is stunning. The competition's true to the location, and there was no question that this group of people were roughing it. What with elephants defecating in their water source, lions stalking them in the night, and then their tribe mates just being themselves. Good times. Rob T-Bird, guess which is the fake review? More like K-Bird. T-Bird's gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're cooking with Kiwi. Uh, yeah. What do you, what well, do you I think? I don't know the answer. I know okay. the answer, oh, so it, it's, it is up to you. Oh, man. Uh, I'll say it was C. All right, play the second audio, please, Rob. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So close. But the correct answer was B. R-H-A-P, B and B. If I could give this season a six star, I would. Because that's what I wrote, and that's how I feel. And because you (laughs) lost the game, unfortunately, you'll have to make sure that Mike and Liana get the cameo talking about how Robin and Kiva are dumb idiots because they lost. Oh, do we owe them something? So sorely owed to them a couple months back. Sorry, guys. Do we forget about the breaks? Yeah, we do. We owe them a cameo. Them. Well, mm. thank you so much for listening to the B and B. Question of the week: What song would you play during an endurance competition to keep your spirits lifted? Thanks again for listening to the B and B. We'll check you out at your next day. Yo, so we when we lost game night, we we're supposed to get a cameo for Mike and Liana. I don't know. I forgot about this. I don't know. We need somebody to I've, keep track of our punishments yeah, and what we owe yeah. people. Yeah, add that. Uh, Will from America, add that to the document so I so I know what we owe people because we're not. We haven't been ditching them. We just forgot. Okay. But we could get them a cameo. Who are we getting them a cameo from? I, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll okay. figure it out. Okay. Not today. All right. Well, Akiva, uh, that you you did a great job of recruiting all of these pre-recorded segments for mm-hmm. for this episode of the podcast. And I really feel like that we have blown through a week of RHAP in uh, just under uh, a few hours. So thank <laughs> yes. you. Thank you for for that. But I, I think I may have the uh, final surprise for you. I'm trying to think. B&B, YX lost, wand off. I can't think of anything. Because Stephen Fishback. I 
may have scored this week's exit interview. That's right. Joining us on the line, Akiva, is the man who was voted out at this uh, tribal council that we watched back in season three, episode seven, to talk about getting voted out of Survivor Africa. Clarence Black is here. Clarence, good morning. Clarence, uh, we have a uh, question for you at that tribal council that you went to. Clarence, uh, could you tell us, uh, was that a blind side or did you know that you were going to be the person going home? Bro, what the hell is this, man? What are you doing? Clarence, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to bother you with this. What are you doing? This is a thing you- where we, sp- we spin a wheel and then we talk about like an old show. And I, I, I thought that we could just, you know, Dude, go- you got me on the air. You got me on a damn, you got me on a damn podcast, yeah. man. Yeah. You said you want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, like the like the old old stuff. Yeah. Well, it means it's straight. Somebody somebody gave your crazy ass a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we just giving away podcasts. Now. We just give away podcasts. That's what <laughs> yeah. we do now. We just get us get them shits away. Yeah. Give it away. Like is it like you fuck like you just go to McDonald's order a number one and oh let me get a podcast. So they just they gave you a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like let me get this straight. You this is legit no bullshit what you do for a living. Like this is what you do. You pay your bills with this shit. Yeah. So when you were like, hey, let's talk about Survivor, it wasn't like, yo, hey, let me catch up with my dude. Like, you literally <laughs> have to, like, make a car payment based yeah. off of what I say next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dumbest shit ever. All right, yeah, let's talk. Yeah. Let, let me let me, let me me go back into the Rolodex of nine, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Jesus uh, no, it, it also, how are you doing, Clarence? I'm I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. I'm I'm living life. I'm uh I'm I'm very blessed. I get to serve our country and uh, you know work for a living. Uh, I don't you know nobody just gave me a damn podcast. So that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty cool. But I guess that white privilege is working out for you. Like you're wearing your fucking well. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Goddamn! Oh, no. I'm just giving away podcasts. Guess you ain't got a fucking podcast. That's great. I'm probably gonna go to Iraq and you're gonna do a podcast for a living too. It's not even like a side job. It's not like you fucking work at Wendy's and then you just do this shit for fun. He's just like, you get, this is the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Go ahead, bro. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so what, what's, what's new with you, Clarence? I want to, we want to, uh, we, we don't need to talk oh, about that yeah. tribal council. Oh, 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 hey, no, I, I, yeah, man. Cause I mean, damn, I'm, I'm an old man now. I'm trying to recall what I did 20 years ago. You asked me about some shit 20 years. Like you legitimately, I can't believe they pay you to ask people what they did 20 years ago. Like that's an actual, somebody said, you say, yeah, Hey, here, listen, pay me. This is what I'm going to do for a living. And mm. I'm going to ask people what they did 20 years ago. <laughs> only sometimes. Only, only sometimes. <laughs> and then you're doing it with like the Akiva. Yeah. Akiva. Like, and this is his real name. This is not like a fucking code name. I, it's, you know, it sounds like a, a heart med, right? This is a, this is a heart medication. <laughs> It's like some shit you with. This is seriously. You take a your Akiva. You have high blood pressure. New from Merck is the Akiva. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this shit straight. So let's know. This is, let me guess. Akiva, let, let's play a game. Let's, let's play a game called What Race Are You? So Akiva. <laughs> now, now, theoretically, theoretically, yeah. Yeah. I want to lean toward one of my people, one of the, one of the darker people. 
but like mm. something's telling me in the voice that you're 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 a straight whitey. Like you got to be hundred percent. Only a Caucasian would name themselves like you, like you named yourself this shit, or your mom and dad. <laughs> I've, it was probably my this my, my parents. Can I, if I give you my last name, will that will that help you guess which race I am? Only if it's like Goldstein or Rosenberg or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's basically that. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Akiva, like Goldstein you're Akiva or Goldstein. No, Wienaker, but it's the same idea as Goldstein. Wienaker, Jesus, yes. I gotta be kidding. <laughs> so let me just say, Rob and Akiva Wienaker have a podcast. This, yeah, this yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, we spit a wheel every week, Clarence, and the the listeners the listeners send the night. Yeah, every week. Yeah, you guys have list, bro. You got listeners. There are people that listen to this shit. Yeah, I mean, not oh, as many man, as some God, of the other man. podcasts that I do, yeah. but no, bro, you're winning, bro. You're winning. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, yeah. Clarence, uh, yeah. The, do you still follow the Detroit Tigers? I do, man. I I, I do. I did a show on the Tigers uh, TV show for about seven years. And, that was fun, and uh, but I won't lie to you. I couldn't fucking tell you ten tigers to save my life right now, man. These guys, I have no idea. I feel like the guy in Major League when he's like, "Who are these fucking guys?" Like I legitimately, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I just I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you who the hell they are. Clarence, I, yeah, I they got podcasts too. Probably. Uh, I I know you're a big Detroit sports guy. Who's your t- your main team out of out of all the Detroit teams? Uh, well, all the Detroit teams are struggling right now, but I love them. And so my, my primary team is the uh, my beloved Detroit Pistons, who, uh, who traded Andre Drummond today. Yeah, just a few minutes ago. That was uh, Yeah, just a few minutes ago to Cleveland. So I got to feel bad for Andre, man, because that's just like, you know, you went from Detroit to Cleveland. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a rough one. That's a rough one. I mean, we Midwestern people, we understand the stereotype, but I ain't going to even lie, bro. You get Detroit... You traded from Detroit to Cleveland or Cleveland to Detroit, and it's kind of like, that's a rough one. <laughs> Clarence, that's a rough one. did you uh, see that Ethan is going to be on this next Survivor season that's coming up? Yeah, man, I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for for Curly, man. He, uh, <laughs> you know, he can cut his hair, but it'll always, he'll always have the Curly fro. God bless him. Yeah. God bless him. Listen, man, E... e- so I would say this, bro. I have met some kick-ass dudes being in the military. I have met the toughest guys you can think of, but bro, to survive cancer, man, that's just that's that's ridiculous, man. Whatever, whatever he, whatever happens with the show or whatever, man, that dude has got fans that legitimately he inspires with that with that, man. So I'm just I'm happy that dude's alive, bro. Because I mean, you know, I think I like it. it I don't think it ever came out how sick he was. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it just like maybe only a few people. No, knew, I know, so, I know. You know, he is the uh, he is the sentimental favorite man for me. You know, and the rest of those slap dicks. Hell, I don't know who half of them are, man. It's like <laughs> goddamn Rob, fucking. You know, Sandra's running around Instagram calling herself the queen because like apparently now it's just like that's her Brandon and Rob still are like a total New England douchebag, which is you know. <laughs> Fucking still got the same goddamn hat. Won a million dollars and couldn't buy a new fucking hat. So that's just, you know, and I just, I do. I hate Boston, man. I, I, it'll never change. It's just, you know, him and fucking Amber. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, again, fucking hilarious. But I guess there can be some black people on there. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and watch it because, you know, I got to support my people. Yeah. Have you kept up with any of the seasons, Clarence? 
Dude, I haven't, man. I, you know, it's one of those things where before Survivor, I was always busy. Yeah. I didn't watch much TV. And after Survivor, man, I'm busy as hell, so I don't watch much TV. So I'm going to try and watch this one. But, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's like, it's like one of those things where, like, I tell myself I'm going to watch it. But I think just because I'm on social media, yeah. I get the play-by-play from these crazy-ass fans. Yeah. Like, apparently it was some dude who was touching chicks. Yeah, like that wasn't good. That wasn't good. Was like, bro, that's what the hell? <laughs> Not good. Like he was touching chicks, and then they, but they kept him on, and then he finally got. Did he finally get booted off for touching chicks, like inappropriately? There was, yeah, there was another incident, and they had to remove him. Oh God! You didn't miss See, anything, Clarence. Dude, listen, my kids get my kids get fucked with at school because, like, their friends just have recently found out that that I was on Survivor, right? So my my kids now got to deal with stuff that I did at 24 and their friends are like giving them shit in school. So my kids legitimately got to deal with this stupid shit. And I got labeled like a bad. I think I'm in the reality TV Hall of Shame, dude. I think I, I think I'm legit yeah. in the reality TV Hall of Shame with like Puck from the real world. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I stole food I, and all I, the yeah. stuff. Like I'm vilified. Crazy, man. How am I a villain? How am I like an all time villain? Like yeah, sexual harassment. That's a villain, bro. Right. Hatch right. That's right. That's naked, right. Not Clarence. paying his fucking taxes. <laughs> and I'm a villain. Yeah. Can't believe that uh, anybody is worked up about something that happened on the show uh, so so long ago. And especially when, you know, there's so many terrible things that have happened on these shows uh, since then. That That's crazy. Well, I can tell you why they worked up. They worked up because they gave your dumb ass a podcast about it. Like, you do this for a living, bro. Yeah, hey, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this shit. Like, you do this for a living. You and the heart medication dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking, this is unreal, man. Uh, Weineker? Weineker? Yeah. Yeah, you Akiba. nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it, Clarence. You got it. Uh, oh, Clarence, is there anything that you want to tell people to yeah. check out that are listening to this that uh, might want to yeah, know? Yeah, man. Everybody, uh, everybody check out NRM Streamcast, man. We do... Uh, we talk about sports. We talk about Detroit sports, but we talk about all kinds of sports. But now I got to try and figure out how I'm going to get my own damn podcast. You <laughs> I'll podcast. help you. Uh, you give anybody, any, anybody a podcast. And get a hold of pros, man. Any one of these people, tell these people to put me back on so I can actually get on this thing. You know what? I would, I would, I would seriously smash on this show now. Yeah. At 43, bro. I'm 43 years old. So I literally would get on the show. I would know how to play now. I would play like a grown up. You know what I'm saying? Before I was 24 and not a care in the world. I was hanging out, man. That's not, Yeah. I can't, I, I don't want this to be my legacy, but man, if they're letting somebody, some of these jackasses play again, it's like, <laughs> I've, I've been kind of held my tongue for years on this shit, but it's time, dude. Yeah. It's well, time. So yeah, all you fans out there, man, start like flooding social media, hashtag bring back black. Cause there's no damn way. And they gave you a podcast, bro. You got a damn podcast. <laughs> well, nobody gave it. Podcast? I just I, I just started it. Nobody gave it to me. That uh, Rob has a podcast. You're white. Somebody gave you this shit. Somebody gave you <laughs> I guess, something. Like, I, maybe I, I guess technically. Only, like, you 100% got something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you got a plunger? Y'all got, you, got a, you got an office? You get a shot of an office or a house? I, I just out of my house. But I rent. I house. rent, Clarence. <laughs> you rent. You rent. Guys, what do you think in about somebody nice building a right? building a studio in their rented house? <laughs> I mean, I didn't really build anything. 
You put a you put a studio in a house you don't own. I can't even. <laughs> I mean, what's the studio? We're we're we're, we're uh, you're you're making it sound uh, you know better than it is. Uh, it's just you know uh, a room. I'm just saying, does the owner keep the studio? Because I'm just saying, <laughs> like let's be honest, like so I hope you don't plan on keeping that studio. Yeah. Um, that you do your that you do your pot you do your podcast and quote on you can't even see why am i doing quotes with fucking you can't even see me right now i can hear it i can hear the uh, quotes clarence what was that link one more time that you gave out for people yeah it's just it's nrm streamcast but more importantly man everybody come find me on social media let's get me back on this show um hopefully i will not have to you know Real talk, man. I, I, you know, I love being in the army. I enjoy it, but you know, I eventually, you know, eventually, I'm gonna have to 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 go and and do something for our great nation. But you know, my kids getting my kids getting messed with over some shit I did 20 years ago, man, is not cool. So yeah, I would like to have a better survivor legacy, you know, legitimately. But if I can't have a better survivor legacy, then maybe I can get somebody to give me a podcast because apparently that's in vogue. That's like the new shit. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm complaining a lot, and I'm not trying <laughs> no, to. Because I legitimately love you. I'm just like, who the fuck would give you a podcast? That's just crazy. <laughs> or no, you earned it. I, I forgot you started it out of your rented <laughs> but, house. I'm doing the. I'm doing the air quote things, by the way, too. And then uh, the co-host you- that you found, by the way, is not even a brother either. Like I would think that you would at least like. And I know T does this shit with you, but like, where's like where's the where's the black dude, man? Like you guys, the co-host to go with your white. Yeah, you're so white. Mm-hmm. I would think you would lean a little bit. I mean, not like he you know, went whiter. Somebody, <laughs> like bro, legit with Akiva. Like that's false advertising. I heard Akiva. I'm like, oh, it's got to be a brother. No, Akiva Weinecker, whiter <laughs> than you. How do you pick somebody whiter than you? It wasn't easy, Clarence. Do you just like search? Where do you find Akiva? Like where are the Akivas of the world at? We're we're from the same uh, area. What area is that, man? Uh, Nassau County on Long Island. Nassau County on Long Island. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Clarence, we just watched this the episode where you went home. Can I ask you a question about it, actually? Yeah, man, please do. So they show that, you know, you, you, at the beginning of the episode, like your stomach hurts and you, you need to use the bathroom. Uh, or I guess the outside. Yeah. But they have like this weird yeah. scene where, where, where you're like pulling up your pants. Are they like videotaping you going to the bathroom or is that like you sort of like reshot it afterwards it's bizarre and they're really i can't think of another time and there's through the show where they're like showing someone you know relieving themselves so let me get this straight they gave you a podcast and then <laughs> out of all the shit you want to talk about that episode <laughs> not rock paper scissors yeah you want to talk about the rock paper scissors or like how long are our damn arms is there up in the air mm. or the episode before that when we had the chill the reason i had the shit so bad is because we had them, we killed them fresh chickens. Like, yeah. You don't want to talk mm-hmm. about that. You literally want to talk about whether or not they were filming me taking a shit. And Basically, yeah. <laughs> you want to know. Yeah, I dug I was, a hole. I was, yeah. I pulled my pants down. I squatted in like a CrossFit squat toward, mm-hmm. toward my groin. I shit it in the hole that I had dug. Then I covered it like a cat. <laughs> then I took a, I took a wet wipe and white and then i threw the shitty white at the producer that was filming me like why are you asking me these dumbass questions man 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, Clarence. Sorry, sorry yeah. about that. They're watching me. They're watching me shit, and somebody's getting off. Yeah, yeah. That happens. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Oh my god, I cannot believe I answered. The it was just, you know, I was like, hey, wow, hey man, we're gonna catch up, talk about Survivor. I'm like, oh sweet. Yeah. Wow, I've got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, dude. Are you gonna sell me fucking like Amway or some shit at Tupperware's? But the most ambush, no, no. ambushable thing that's ever time. happened to me that's ever. Fucking ambush. Jesus, I'm gonna call T and tell him T you did this shit. <laughs> uh, follow yeah, Clarence on Twitter. He's at C Black oh, wow. is here. Very, you're very funny on Twitter, also. Hey man, like seriously, like do you at least like? And I'm just saying, like, theoretically, in order to, like, make money, because there's no way you make money at this shit. Do you work at, like, a Wendy's? <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying, you know, like, full shifts, not like, you know, but I'm like, do you pull, like, you know, like a Saturday night? Like, will you pull, like, an eight to, like, a, you know, eight to close? Like, just, just, you know, just some money, just some money. You got to, like. I mean, in fairness, I, I, I make like uh, a lot of podcasts yes. this is what they call in the business a loss leader <laughs> there's other ones make a uh, a lot of these things uh, uh but- patreon.com uh <laughs> backslash rhap <laughs> yeah um but clarence uh, i i just think that you you're the the funniest guy i remember i i when i met you uh like uh all those years ago and you 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 had me like rolling on the floor uh just just talking to you and uh i just think that uh you're the just one of the funniest survivors that they ever had on the show well man i appreciate the shit i have fun i'd love to do it again so you know, you're going to rally the troops, man. We can make that happen. Like I said, I love my soldiers want to see me do it. My kids want to see me do it. I just keep trying to tell everybody, man, it's not, you know, I don't, I ain't in control of that shit. So mm-hmm. if you want to start the campaign for me, bro, I'm all for it. But you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, aside from all of that, take your motherfucking ass, go take, go take your ass down to the local community college and enroll in some shit. Okay. So if this whole podcast thing don't work out, then go see your local Wendy's, fill out an application. So, <laughs> Cause ain't no way in hell you gonna make money at this shit. Like I don't want to see you go broke. I appreciate so, that, Clarence. You and the heart may get the heart medication, dude. Paper route <laughs> or something, man. Like it ain't y'all got to make some money. Cause I'm worried about you. I love you. I don't want to see you indigent. So <laughs> telling you, go down. Get you a trick. Go get a go to trade school or some shit. Okay. So I gotta worry about you. Become an electrician or something, man. <laughs> Damn podcast. I Clarence, thank you, thank you so much for spending some time with us. No, man. Hey, anything, anything for you, white privilege, man. It's uh, (laughs) you know, white privilege in the heart, boy. There you go. That's the name of the show. There you go. It's not a bad name. Yeah, Rob's White Privilege Podcast. (laughs) Oh, love it. Fucking love it. Uh, Clarence, thank thank you so much for Thanks, for answering hey, I'm, the, I'm the call. I'm not calling you Akiva, man. You're like I'm gonna refer to you as Chad from now on because <laughs> Chad, just, you sound like Chad. You sound like a Chad. I feel like Chads are too good looking for Chad. me. I'm sorry. No, you're such. You're a Chad. You're <laughs> okay. a Chad. Yeah, we'll no go with Chad. I like Chad. Chad Wieneker. Yeah, there you go. See, why hey. does the show with Chad Wieneker? I can live with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can live with that. I think it's going to stick. There you go. I mean, All right, Chad. I think you have a better nickname. Uh, Chad. The yeah. Sister, <laughs> yeah. All right, Clarence, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, brother. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. Akiva, you still there? Is that my name still? <laughs> We're going to go with that. Okay. If you call me Akiva, I'll call you Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah. That went as planned. <laughs> okay. Mm. You had any ping pong ball you could have picked. <laughs> You don't think Alf, Alf would have roasted us that bad? Family matters. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Doogie Hauser. Mm, yeah. Even Gilmore Girls. Yep. They were Any all there shows. for you. Yeah. They were all there for you. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Should we... What What would happen if we never released this episode? <laughs> All right. Just well, we, like, have, ah, we, we have a mailbag. We have a mail. Uh, a mailbag. Are we still a listener feedback? Listener segment. feedback. Yeah. To, to get to the winner of the hot takeoff is here to mm. talk about the ideas that were submitted by our listeners. Please welcome the immortal Megan Z is here. Megan, how are you? I'm good. Sounds like I missed one hell of a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to sweep up the ashes. We are burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, okay yes uh you thought you had the hottest takes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is true i think clarence clarence retroactively wins yeah you thought you had the hottest takes with uh that the forks and spoons at the start of the buffet line is the definition of insanity yeah that was kindergarten stuff compared to what just happened yeah yes clarence retroactively wins the hot takeoff okay <laughs> I'm All just right. here to pass the crown to him. That's what I'm here for. Yes. Okay. King stays king. All right. Megan, how are you? I'm good. No complaints. Okay. Very excited to have you here with us after a, a very long time in between your win in the hot takeoff and your arrival here at, at the mailbag. I, I think I was temporarily banned in 2019 for Why? about two weeks because I went on Twitch. There was like a brief... Akiva said that, but uh, it's all good. I'm here. Okay. All right. I, Akiva, I don't even remember this. Wow. Akiva's going to be back on Twitch in season 41. So, uh, yes. oh, 40, 40. Uh, maybe 41. 41. Too. 41. Yeah. No, for, just 41. Okay. All right. So, we've got uh, a lot to get to. How is this going to work today, Megan? How is this going to work? Well, I believe I have uh, some of the mailbag ideas that I will be proposing from the listeners, correct? Yeah, sounds right okay. to me. Okay, all right. So, so has Akiva curated the list, or he just handed off everything to you this week? So, I have a list of a bunch of ideas from him. I don't know, Akiva. Did you did you curate these? Are these uncurated? Yes. Have you seen these? No, okay. they're curated. I sent I sent okay. like about ten ideas, and she can pick from those ten for whatever she wants to. Okay, read. all right. And Megan, let me just add that I am chuffed to bits that you're here with us today. <laughs> Absolutely, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> okay, all right. So. Megan, do you have anything to, to plug or promote uh, to, that you're here? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I do have a couple of mailbag ideas of my own. Oh, I'd like okay. To... Do you want to start with those or do you yeah, want to just work them in? Start, start with those. I'll, st I'll start with mine because I, I feel like uh, they're going to be Rejection City. So we'll get through them first. Okay. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, so the first one I've got is Robin Akiva Grant wishes. Mm. Ooh. Well, okay. So if you wish one- it, you better pitch it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of the app Wish? Mm, twish. <laughs> Minus the T. <laughs> hmm. No, I have not. What is it? What is it? Okay. So Wish is an app where uh, they sell goods at a very low cost. Uh, they're coming from overseas and they're very low cost goods um, that come, you know, at in like six to 12 weeks, they show up at your door. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this one, you guys would have a pool of $50 and the listeners would submit their wishes for you, uh, whether they want a birthday wish sent to them or an anniversary wish or some sort of other event. And you guys would go through the Wish app and pick out items and buy them for the listeners with some budget that you set for yourselves. Hmm. Okay. I like the listeners buying us stuff better. <laughs> yeah. So it's like AliExpress wish. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like an uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it seems like uh, so. I am on this uh, wish dot com, and uh, there seems to be some unusual items, including some that uh, I would think that you would only be able to get from Doctor Mike. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's part of the fun of it. Is somebody may write in and say like, "Hey, I'm looking to give you know my friend a birthday gift. Here's a little bit about them. It's my wish." And then you guys would have to go through some of these very odd items on Wish.com and mm-hmm. pick them out for them. What's the international shipping situation like? Uh, so they'll they'll ship to the U.S. It'll take like two months, but you know it'll be a nice surprise in you know May, June, July, August for somebody. Hmm. Okay. We we do this stuff on AliExpress sometimes. The problem is I think because of what's going on in China, there's nothing being shipped right now. Mm. Um but like we bought a make your own forky like three months ago. It came this week. Okay. All right. So let's put a hold on uh this one. I mean I I'm looking at the these look like uh I'm on wish.com and there's just like a montage of things. There uh appears to be some uh, booty shorts. S- yeah, b- uh, <laughs> I'm seeing adult devices. I'm seeing like shorts that have like uh, you can like give yourself like a Kardashian butt. Uh, so, uh, all right, maybe there's some wild stuff here. Okay, maybe, yeah, if there's something really funny somebody wants that like would make an episode. Then we could uh, talk to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me let me go to my next idea then. So we know March is bracket season. Yep. Mm-hmm. So also vasectomy propose- season from what I'm reading on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you have a good vasectomy uh, pitch for uh, Dr. Mike's business, send it to him. He's really interested in uh, slogan. I said, um, I, I said, we'll cut down your nets. Yeah. Do we have any of our rejected catchphrases that we could give to Dr. Mike? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Uh, we'll take the lasagna out of your dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> mm, uh, we'll catch that Sunday milk. Okay. Okay. Uh, or Thursday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Akiva, what did you think of Dr. Mike's uh, pitched catchphrase for Renap? Did you catch that at the top of the episode last week? What was it? I forget. Uh, so I, I put it. I put it in there that he had sent it to me. He sent me a couple different versions on uh, over text. Uh, I could play it for you. To go through uh, nine pages of Dr. Mike texts from when uh, the episode went up to get to where the video was. But here is where uh, Dr. Mike's uh, suggestion for the new catchphrase for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Welcome to Robin Akiva Have a Podcast, where you 
Come for the wheel and stay for the waste of time. He crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Man, I mean, uh, you thought Clarence roasted you guys good. (laughs) That's a real burn. Yeah. All right. How about uh, we're peeling bananas upside down here at Z Urology? (laughs) Perfect. Okay. All right. What else? (laughs) We, uh, We are not anybody's dads. That also dads. could work. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm giving xerology uh, uh, the second. Oh yeah, slogans. that's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. We are not anyone's dads. Is good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What else you got, Megan? Okay. So, but besides all the great March slogans, March is bracket season mm-hmm. on RANAP. So uh, this one is called the Slang Gang Bracket. Okay. I like it. So mm. you've got a bracket of a bunch of slang words from, you know, you could go back like decades and decades and decades and decades. And you pick what the slang word is that you're going to bring back in 2020 to be the big Ooh. slang word. Um, so, and then you have uh, to say, This is right it, up you know, Akiva's alley. You say it like once, you know, on the podcast. What, bring back words from the 1800s? Yeah. Yeah, it could be from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. He's going to be... bring back, uh, well, all righty then. And he's going <laughs> to oh, bring oh, yeah. back in this economy. Yeah, that's right. You know what I want to say? Speaking of bring back or like taking other people's language, Nick Iadanza before said reckon. Do you think we could get away with saying reckon like Australian people do? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like old English now in America. Yeah. So uh, I reckon we could do it. What do you think about the word chat, guys? Uh, the, chat? the Australians chat. No, no not chat. chat. We don't talk about that. Chat. Uh, Australians <laughs> drop the word chat about four or five times a sentence. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want? I'm trying to get where you're going with this. Where do you want to say chat more? No. You know, I, I think, think they should say. Ch- I think they should say chat less. I don't think we need to say chat more. <laughs> oh, so we're reverse taking away words from different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling the Aussies the cooler with the chats. We know you have a lot of chats. We get it. Mm-hmm. Rob and Akita have a chat. I mean, that would be like the Australian TV is trash episode, probably. Okay. So it's right, so a slang gang. Bring back old words. Hmm. I okay. do. I love the name. I love the name. Yeah, I like it as a it's tournament a, where we could get sort of like, yeah. uh, like maybe we have like a fifties, sixties, seventies, whatever, like the the bracket, oh, is. different regions, different yeah. region, and then uh, we could uh, potentially. So I, I do like this. It is good. Is it a little too similar to cat? Like, is it too soon after the catchphrase tournament? Because mm. it's very similar. It's, it's a great idea. It's fair. It's fair. Should we sit on it for like two weeks and see if we're excited about it? Like further away from catchphrases. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, we got no, a, but a it's couple a, of weeks it's a great until idea. March. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even, it doesn't even go on until March. But uh, Megan, this is excellent. You know what? Maybe okay. should we have a wheel of brackets of what is going to be the bracket that gets added for March that gets a bunch of slots? <laughs> Rob, yes. we should have a bracket of brackets. Bracket of brackets. <laughs> okay. The king of the brackets. The problem yes. with a bracket of brackets is that we would then, like, if if at the end of the month, you know, I, I would say that we should spin. The, I guess that be, could be part of the mailbag to do the bracket of brackets to see what goes on the wheel. Or, like, it's a two-part episode where it's like, all right, bracket of bracket comes up. Whatever they pick, that's the next week's episode. Okay. 
It's a two-parter. Okay. So it, is Will from America keeping the bracket of brackets ideas? Uh, he's got enough work. Why don't we have a separate volunteer to be the bracket of brackets uh, correspondent? Okay. Unless Megan Z wants to do it. Uh, you know, maybe we'll let someone else volunteer yeah, to she's be the got bracket a, of brackets. Yes. <laughs> what does she have on her plate? I mean, I have no idea. She might have a lot, but how do you know that? Yeah. I, I know it's uh, not a fork or a spoon until the <laughs> end of the buffet line. Uh, Megan, what you, were your other hot takes that got you to win the hot take off? Okay. F- first of all, I cannot stress this. First of all, none of my hot takes were actually hot takes. They're just more of just the life and times common according sense. to Megan. Yes. Yeah. It's more just common sense, which is I cannot understand why anybody puts the silverware at the start of a buffet. If you go to anyone's house, this does not make How sense. How many buffets do you go to though? I, I feel like I'm not in it, doing a lot of buffets yeah, like an nowadays. Old country buffet or is it sort of like, just like uh, that you're going to tell. Yeah. I'm more talking about like when you go to someone's house for like a graduation party, a potluck Ah, dinner, anything where there's like food in a row and there's a suggested order of pick up your plate and your silverware first, as opposed to your silverware last. Okay. I feel very strongly about this. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Megan's hot takes, Rob, uh, Megan, can you tell Rob the hot take you dropped on me the first and I think only time we've ever met? Oh, Oh, about who I uh, who I thought you were or who I yes, thought you sounded like? Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, once upon a time uh, in RHAP land, Rob did a one-time podcast called Broke the Internet. Mm-hmm. And it was about marijuana condoms. <laughs> yes. yes. And it was a YouTube pers- video. It was a YouTube video. And the person that you did it with was Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. And for years, when I heard Akiva's voice, I thought that you were podcasting with Roy Wood Jr. So I always oh, I visually wish. thought Akiva was Roy Wood Jr. And I, mean, I still sometimes visually, even though I've met Akiva, yeah. think mm. and see Roy Wood Jr. You know, that's kind of yeah. what Clarence thought for a minute. No, also. I think that's why Rob <laughs> thought he was casting Roy and Rob the podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. has uh, gone on to have a uh, tremendous, tremendous career. Uh, super nice guy. So I'm extremely happy for all the success that uh, that he's had. Uh, last yeah, he does week really you well on Twitter. Doctor Mike, you're doing well too. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, he's had a uh, a meteoric rise uh, since when we, you know, I'm, uh, you know, a little, you know, getting better, <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, not at the trajectory that uh, you know Roy Wood's career has advanced since we used to talk. Yeah, he's doing great. He's, he's. I always see him get retweeted into the timeline. He's doing well on Twitter. Yeah, he's got a, a ton of stuff going on. Anyway. So, um, but yeah, uh, that, so I can understand why some people make that uh, misconception. Yes. Very, very similar timelines in the RHAP history. So Mm -hmm. that was, that was my hot take about Akiva. My other hot takes were that the weather channel is the most legitimate sounding website, but Mm -hmm. they actually just are filled with clickbait on their homepage, which is true. And I do. I'm a, I'm a regular customer of the weather channel. I Mm. live in a place where there's inclement weather a lot. So I do check, check in with the weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, but all the time, I think there was one today that was like large sinking item in Arctic. You need to know about to save your life or something. And it's I yeah no. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what was the other one? 
Uh, the other one was there was one about how um, all karaoke songs should oh, yeah. be limited to, I think, a minute or so. And and that comes from an experience of watching someone do My Sharona, mm-hmm. which is about a six minute song. And uh, yeah, so, yeah. You know, probably yeah. like, uh, you know, a, a lot of things to just like, uh, they, they, you know, have a time 90 limit. seconds yeah. max. Right, yeah, 90 says. seconds. Sure. I'm okay also with us clipping movies at 90 minutes that yeah. we can we can edit them down. I hear you. I'm with, I'm with you on that one as well. Okay. Yeah, especially the Irishman. Okay. All I, right. Every every year I watch all the Oscar nominated movies and there's a lot of a lot of hours there we could we yeah, could trim Who cares? Out. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Uh, although Akiva, I saw you had a podcast on 32 fans of the uh 120 movies this year. How many movies did you see? I saw like 30 or 40, but our friend Av watches uh who has a podcast with uh well, for America, another podcast with Zach Brooks. He has mm-hmm. like eight podcasts with yeah. people he's never met. Um, so he he watches. He goes like on the way home from work most weeknights. He like goes to the theater by himself and watches a movie. So he watches like a movie every night. Wow. Uh, so yeah, we did. A po- we we've done that like the last five or six years. It's fun. He uh, he ranks the movies one one through one twenty or yeah. however many he sees for us. My favorite movie is Uncut Gems by far. That's my yeah. favorite movie of this year and almost every year. I think I'd rather go to jail than watch a movie every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an Akiva take. <laughs> By the way, I just said Zach Brooks' name, and he, as I said that, I got a, an, an email to the Renap email address from Zach Brooks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, it was uh, season three, episode seven of The Genius. No thanks. But that, it's funny. <laughs> like, I just conjured him. Yeah. All right. Say somebody else. Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we can. He wants us to do season three, episode seven of The Chicago well, Bulls. Maybe we can have him on for uh, Conspirapod for uh, season yeah. three. Okay. It's funny. All right. Megan, what else do you have in the mailbag? Uh, listener feedback segment. In the listener feedback segment. Uh, I had one more of my own. I just, uh, I, I think a version of this has been brought up, but uh, VH1 shows are trash. Your rock of love, your flavor of love, your strange love, mm. your daisy of love, your XYZ of love. I'm a big fan of all of those shows. You know so I feel like that could be appreciated. Let's put that in the, uh, you know, the Eric Stein pitch podcast i feel like that could be uh, an idea for the eric stein uh suggestion box okay. okay i do feel like vh1's uh surreal life may be the winner for most spinoffs that have ever come from a show because they had to have like what like 15 shows that came from that mm-hmm. yeah it was very impressive it was like a franchise unto itself it did it just uh, it really took care of their programming for about four years solidly yeah okay so, all right. What else do you have from the uh, listeners? Okay. So from the listeners, um, all right, we're going to start off with first one is Robin Akiva have a secret admirer. Okay. Valentine's so this is from Day. Derek. Yeah. Yes. So this is from Valentine's Day. Are you guys all prepared for Valentine's Day to woo your wives? No, uh, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no. Yeah, my uh, my I wife, don't even celebrate it. The I other day, could not sound more defeated. <laughs> yeah, talked about yeah, it's how over. wave the white flag. Oh, I like. I, Val- I don't celebrate it, Rob. Yeah, well, you, you're my wife is like. Uh, oh, I, I really I like Valentine's Day because I mean I, I get to you know spend it with uh, my kids. What? <laughs> uh, what? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what she likes about Valentine's Day. Is it like a okay. day off from work? Why? Why does she even have access? Like that doesn't even make sense. There's say a school. It's it's a uh, uh, crazy take. Yeah, I like it's not even a weekend. I don't think right. Yeah. No, that, so oh, what, that, what, you know, she gets you know uh, that her kids are her valentines. 
Is she excited to also spend leap day with them? Uh, <laughs> Are there the, big leap day plans? Yeah, no, I don't know. She doesn't. She, now, uh, in a vacuum, she doesn't seem that excited to spend a day, a day with them. But for whatever <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> 364 she, days a year. Yeah, she made a Take point to it. say that that's what she likes about Valentine's Day is that she, she gets, uh, you know, that might uh, spend time with uh, our kids. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so go figure. And Akiva, nothing from you on the Valentine's Day front? We, we don't do it. We don't we don't really celebrate it. OK. Yeah. Every day is Valentine's Day in this house, baby. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that's good. It's a good. I love when uh, Akiva emphatically tags a baby onto a statement. It's a mood. People people <laughs> say that. People have written in say it's a mood when Akiva says baby. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what that means. Yeah, gotta ask Phil Tish. Okay, so, all right. So uh, we have a secret admirer. Okay, go yes. on, Megan. Okay, so here's the idea from Derek. So similar to the Mass Singer, we can have Renat personalities send a Valentine's Day card with a message that contains clues for you to guess who they are. Um, Derek's offering to create customized uh, Valentine's for each person, and you can choose your favorite, and that person becomes the winner as the Valentine of the podcast. Hmm. So it seems very visual. Uh, so, like, we're getting, like, some sort of, like, Photoshopped uh, Valentine's Day. I think is it's it the more same thing? Is it like their, their voice is, is uh, changed again? Because we just I re- think went to that. Just writing well. things like mm-hmm. writing like bullets to you, like it's a like they're writing like uh, messages with little secret hidden hints about who they are, without the voice yeah. uh, so being changed. The issue here is that the only way that this would like fit in timeline wise would be to have it next week. I think we are going to take next weekend off for the podcast because one, this is a very long episode. And two, uh, this is also the Survivor premiere week coming up next weekend. So I think mm-hmm. we may just need to, uh, you know, we haven't taken a week off in a while. In like a year, yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to take a week off from Renap coming up for Is this the season week. finale, Rob? If you want to call it that, we can call it that. But don't confuse okay. people. We'll be back the, right. the week after. Okay. Okay, so maybe for maybe for Sweetest Day, and uh, I think Sweetest Day is October. Maybe in Sweetest Day we can revisit. Well, this, this also idea. requires prep, so this could be a twenty twenty one. You know, Will could add this to the wheel with a reminder, like he does for yes. certain things. Uh, th- I thought the Sweetest Day was International Pull and Peel Twizzler Day. Yeah, July fifth. Oh, 5th. you're right. You're right. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. What else? Okay, so we also have from Michael B. We have podcast swingers. Mike Bloom. <laughs> I uh, I think Mr. X is his uh, Mike Burrell, that's right. Who goes under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in this one, uh, they thought Akiva and Josh together were very delightful. So mm. Michael proposes that you cut guys Rob invest- out of the mix, and it's Akiva and Josh have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well who, who am I podcasting with? <laughs> it might be. So well, that's this- what the pitch is here. <laughs> in this one, it says, um, "All right, you." He proposes that you investigate other possible pairs that have never happened. Such as Taryn and Chester, Stephen and Caitlin, Akiva and Nicole, T Bird and Josh Wiggler, uh, Chester and anybody. And you could do this as a sequel to Game Night, where you have these pairs work together, or you could have each pair recap something, and then a prize goes to the winning pair by a vote. So trying different combinations of people that haven't podcasted together. First of the Akiva and Nicole one, I wouldn't bet the rent. That's yeah, yeah. Good luck with that, Uncle Kiwi. So. Mm-hmm. But are we people have to listen to like five podcasts to be able to tell what's going on? I mean, maybe it's just like 10 minutes each or you pick one person. I guess I guess a modification on this could be you pick one person like a Chester and have him kind of speed date through 
podcast host. Mm-hmm. That could be a way to tweak it. Yeah. Is I think that there's something interesting here, Akiva. And yeah. I wonder about this. Uh, sort of like um, that, uh, you know, if I may bring up uh, a show that uh, Megan and I used to watch. Uh, the, mm. the, uh, the, the Apprentice, the new Celebrity Apprentice hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes they would give both teams a task. What if one week that there was a show topic... And then you had another co-host and I had another co-host and that we both would have to do the same, like had 30 minutes to do the same podcast. And then the listeners would hear both podcasts in one episode and mm-hmm. then we would get, uh, there would be a winner. Uh, who like, so you could pick anybody who's picking. I guess there would be judges. I guess there would be judges that would listen. How about to this? It. Yes. Can I pick your co-host and you pick mine? Hmm. Ooh. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, uh, it's I like think- you and Maddie, yeah, and I and like, and then you'll pick for me. I don't know, Josh, and then like Akiva and Michael Jordan when he slides into your DMs. Michael yes. Jordan, yeah, slide yes. on in, Michael Jordan, yeah. Okay, so um, what do you think of that? Is that an interesting idea? A pot off? Yeah. I, a, a pot. I like the idea of a pot off. It's never been done. It's an original idea. That's good. Um, what would it be about though? We got to think. I mean, is it very basic? Like we each take a thing out of the fishbowl and we each watch like a different season three, episode seven. How about that? And okay. like you have to it's ju- pot off of a season three, episode seven, although the season mm-hmm. three, episode seven might favor one one podcaster over the other. I wonder. If so should be- we watch the same thing, Rob? Should we watch the same crappy movie or, or something like that? OK, I, I think maybe it should be a movie more so than a TV show. OK. So, should, what, should it be the same movie? Yeah, I think so. I think, and then that basically the podcast is it's uh, you know we'd have a coin toss of do you want to re- receive or receive? Defer? Okay, and I then, like this. Uh, and then you, do you each you like do it. the whole movie or do you split the movie in half? Thirty minutes. You get thirty. You, know, you get thir- thirty minutes. Whatever. To do whatever. whatever uh, Akiva can do in thirty minutes with another person, and I could do mm-hmm. in thirty minutes with another person. Yeah. So Akiva could just watch this. the last four minutes of the movie and podcast. Well, if about I want to lose, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give you shut up, Tim. I'm gonna I'm gonna tank your team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think we'd have to figure out what the mechanism would be for the partner. That could be a draft, also. Yeah. I, I mean, I love this. This is a great idea. Okay. Good. A pot off. Good. A pot off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to figure out the mechanism. But Megan, do you have any ideas of how we should pick our co-host? Uh, I would call it a mechanism because she's doing yeah. it. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's cute. Very cute. Do you have a mechanism on how to do this? All right. What would be my mechanism for this? Um, I think part of it maybe depends on you have to pick the movie first because I think that's going to determine what kind of co-host you want to kind of go with on you yes i mean i guess in uh apprentice fashion that if you were like the project manager and i was the the project manager uh i guess that we could like uh like okay you use your rolodex akiva who do you have mm-hmm. to be your co-host mm-hmm. carrot top yeah <laughs> although i do feel like that i would have an unfair advantage uh to do it that way yeah i mean you could you know yeah, you have a bigger Rolex than me. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, let's uh, maybe should we? I think I just call Clarence, though. <laughs> we destroy you. I, I win. Checkmate. <laughs> uh, I don't want to just you know I uh, kick the can down the road because then these things get forgotten about. 
No, I don't forget. No, they really don't. I, I have I, you, Rob. You underestimate how much stupid work I put into this podcast. Okay, I, 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 I got, you're right. I, I do. I have. I'm saying I have. Um, you know, I, I try unless an idea is bad. Sometimes I'll forget. I'll hope people forget about it. But okay. um, I mean, it could not, go back to basics on this one. It's a name of wheels, or it's a wheel of names, and you spin the names, and that's how. Yeah, you that's pick. good. That's good. That's that's not bad. Okay. It's a wheel Just of names. Wheel of names. How many people have yeah. to agree? You know, they have to agree beforehand, and maybe there's a backup name in case that person's not available that week or something, but that's not bad. Okay. Can you use your veto on the wheel of names? <laughs> your one veto of the year for the re- your names? <laughs> maybe we get one name veto, but we don't say who the name veto is, just in case, so that people aren't offended. Yeah. Okay. So then everyone's in your DM saying, uh, who who you de- who'd you veto? I won't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. What a stir like, that would cost. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm a $75 yeah. patron. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Megan. What what other ideas do we have? Uh, so the pot is the pot off going onto the wheel? Yeah, I, I think because we have two weeks to to okay. work on it. Yes, I, I think why not? Pot off. So it's available. It. It's it can't be picked until until the next podcast. Right. But yeah, it's on the wheel. So next next season. That's really good. Yes. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Rob's? Did we just like tweak something else someone wrote in with? Yeah, I think we uh, basically punched up something that was. Uh, what was the original idea? It was about the podcast oh, swingers. 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 Yeah. You know what's funny? I got always trying multi- to get the swingers. Yeah. Yeah. I got multiple pitches uh, for the same idea of like uh, thinking about Wiggler. Like now you guys should do like Taryn and, you know, Jester. I don't know. Random things. Yeah. So, I mean, the go. thing is that people have to remember there's still it's still Robin Akiva need a podcast. If it's just like the podcast is you're just listening to other people talk about stuff. Then it's mm-hmm. like an anthology series, and then that's a different show. Robin Akiva. So should we have a spinoff, like an anthology series spinoff? I think we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. We're good. Yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> like Fear the Walking Robin Akiva, where it's just yeah. like two other people have a wheel of ideas, and they're just I'm also... Sure. No, no, no. No, it's, it wouldn't be a wheel. It would be, it would be like a shuffleboard A dice? A shuffleboard? Yeah. yeah. Or they have a shuffleboard, and then they decide what episodes of yours they're going to recap. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. It's very meta very um, quickly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, we put a, or we already put a, an idea on the wheel for the first time in a long time. Uh, what else we got, Megan? Okay. Um, so here's another one for, for Bracket Month for March. Okay. So this is from uh, John brackets. Dunsford. Dendala. Yes. Dendala. So this is Robin Akiva get a new favorite show. So this one says the guys need a new show to get super into. So listeners put together a bracket of 32 shows that neither of you guys have seen. And whichever show wins gets a permanent spot on the wheel to watch an episode. The idea would be that you'd only watch the next episode when it lands on the wheel. So no additional time commitment other than it becomes the official show of RANAP. Mm. Um, and then it says alternative idea to do a Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble so the show is completely random. Mm. Yeah. I have two things to say about this. Yeah. Um, number one, I she just mentioned Royal Rumble. What do you think about Renapple Mania? Because I was just speaking with uh, Brent Wells before the uh, Brent from uh, you can cut that. I think uh, Brent from Canada before the uh, before the show. Yes. And he said um, that he is up for doing another Royal Rumble. Okay. And I, and I said, uh, but maybe with the Royal Rumble that we could come up with a feud or two and he could make single singles matchups. Like we could have, you know, WrestleMania. Uh, two, we could have, a, we could have WrestleMania. But there, I mean, the main thing would be a Rumble though, but right. there, it would be, at, it would be at WrestleMania. It was, so it would be Renapple Mania, but there could be also like, uh, 
you know, we could we could decide between two season three episode seven ideas or two crappy movies or two random podcasts and have the ideas fight or mm-hmm. random people. Maybe we have a feud we want to settle on the podcast. You know, Chad. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to say yes. Um, so, <laughs> so should we? So should we get there? Should should we? Put this into motion, Renaplemania. Sure, but what's the ru- the rumble going to be? Is it going to thirty new people? Uh, he said uh, he's he has an idea, but he didn't tell me yet. Okay, I mean, I, I, uh, he's got a good track record. He he did the Madden game for us, and he did and he did the Royal Rumble. So he has, so a, a, he has a, a 50-50 track record. No, the Madden he did a good job on like the Madden game. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> it's a good sweeps week activity. Yeah. Okay. So around WrestleMania time, which is what April. Yeah, so he's got two months to put it okay, together. Sure, yeah, let's uh, get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the other thing I was thinking um, with ju- with Ten Dollars Idea is, if you like that idea, great. But if not, we also need to put a new show in the fishbowl because Survivor's out. Mm-hmm. So, what if we did like a little bracket or something like that, where some we have you know a way other than a Twitter vote, which is the way we've been doing it now, uh, especially in this pre-constitution society. Like, how do we decide what the new 13th uh, show is in the fishbowl? Um, hmm. You I don't are, think we need a bracket for that, though. Yeah. Um, too many brackets. We're doing one bracket in November. That's two brackets. I mean, November. It's 64 brackets. In, <laughs> excuse me, in March. It's late. It's 2.05 here. Okay. All right. All right. So there, there were two suggestions in the mailbag this week for season three, episode sevens. Would you like those? Sure. Please. Okay, so there was the first was season three, episode seven of MASH, uh, and they highly recommend it because of Rob's Alan Alda impression that that can be highlighted quite a bit. <laughs> so, yes, okay. So you know, my favorite Rob impression is Dennis Rodman, but we don't get to hear that that often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how I do a Dennis Rodman impression. Um, and the the second uh, season three episode seven was uh, Vanderpump Rules, uh, hmm. so that was the other one. I'd like to so get Vanderpumped up. So part of the Bravo, I believe Bravo Liberty. Is that their slogan, mm-hmm. Rob? What's that? Is that their slogan? I'd like to get Vanderpumped up. I have no idea. Okay, should that be our show? Like we watch one episode of Vanderpump Rules every yeah. time it comes up. I was going to say that maybe that should be for Doctor Mike, his new catchphrase. Mm. We'll get Vanderpumped up. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Neither of those are really jumping out at me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I feel like that we need a mechanism of how do we add a new thing to the uh, well, dirty. The, what dozen. we what we've done, which worked the last couple times, is just a few people send ideas that we sort of like, and then we give those three or so ideas on the on you know a Twitter poll and let the listeners decide. Okay. All right. Now that did tank last time because you let Matt Lagori pick Glee, and that's what came up. <laughs> all right what, what, what are you gonna do it'll be funny to talk about all right akiva I, al- I also do think when you guys brought boy meets world back in after it got kicked off that it should have been brought in as season seven episode three um so it got like reverse kicked back in oh, oh interesting mm. all right well we'll see i have no idea which would be a better uh boy meets world episode to talk about I season seven, episode three is iconic. It is a yeah. is it a classic Boy Meets World episode. Season seven, episode get, three is iconic. Yes, yes. Really? Okay. I, mm-hmm. I, if Maddie, that's the Maddie Fresh twenty four is going to be mad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the more reason to do it then. Yeah. No, for sure. He's. I, we should just kick it out all together. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay. Uh, I will defer to Megan Z if she says uh, season seven, episode three is the better way to go. 
All right, but let's oh, talk fine. about but what's that, on the yeah. wheel. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Season three, episode seven has no spots. This was season three, episode seven. Uh, coin flip is on the wheel. Crappy mm-hmm. movie diaper is one spot. Mount Rushmore is on the wheel. The People's Choice is on the wheel. The third wheel tournament is on the wheel. Should that go in the bracket of bracket? I don't think it's a tournament. I think I, at this point, I don't think that's actual tournament. It's just the third wheel. Robin, if you need yeah. a third wheel. Uh, Clarence made a strong showing for the third wheel for. Uh, yeah, I would like Clarence to be our third wheel. Hey, Clarence, uh, you want to watch Alf with us next week? <laughs> he seems more like a small wonder guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, wheel or no wheel uh, mm-hmm. would be great. Uh, Robin and Kevin need a verdict. Uh, Robin and Kevin give the listeners nicknames. Uh, the sequel mechanism, which is down to, is it, what? what is in the sequel mechanism right now, Akiva? Conspirapod 3 and Game Night 2. Okay. All right. Uh, the Constitution and Ooh. soon <laughs> the, the, pod, the pod off. Okay. So mm-hmm. that that is uh, what's going on. Okay. Boy, Akiva really hates the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of them. The American Constitution. Yeah. You the would just, you know, if we had a Constitution, you would probably just rip it up. That's probably, that probably will. Yeah. I will. I'll be the Nancy Pelosi here. <laughs> Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's spin the wheel for episode number 71, son. Yeah. This is in two weeks' time. In two season weeks. Season premiere. It's going to take a week off. For nap season two. Okay. Big build up to this. All right. And no. wheel or no wheel. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's a big one. A big one. Okay. So we got two weeks to get hyped up for wheel or no wheel. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Okay. Already hyped. All right. Uh, is there any room for additional submissions for wheel or no wheel? Should we check in with uh, with DJ Labelle Klein if people want to email some things in? Yeah, I think if you if you DM him, but I you know maybe you have a better idea, he'll kick something off. But I don't know. I I have no you know connection to that podcast. I don't know. Okay. All right. This is very exciting. Can't wait for mm-hmm. wheel or no wheel. What a month in February. Well, it's sweeps month, February, right? Yes. Okay. This, so this might not have been a sweeps episode. This, but next week is a sweeps <laughs> episode. Yeah. Just your ashes are being swept. <laughs> yes, yes. Sweep up our ashes. All right. So, uh, Megan. Yes. A- a- anything else you want to highlight? Anything you want to tell people to check out? No. Thank you guys what, so what much else for are you having watching me? these days. What else am I watching? Um, I oh yeah, I just started the uh, McMillions, the oh, documentary. Ooh, oh, I want to yeah. watch it's it. Fan- it's fantastic. Yeah, there's one really episode out that. right now, so you'll. There's only six episodes altogether. They come out once a week, so it's about the uh, uh, scandal behind the fraud of the uh, McDonald's monopoly contest. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I do with these HBO miniseries type shows that aren't on Netflix and released what? at once. I'll start watching by the fifth episode. So, like, I'll watch the first five, and then I'll be ready for the uh, for the finale live. Okay. I'm not going to watch it now, and if I love it, then I've got to wait a week. Why do that? Yeah. I'll just start watching in a few weeks. That's the well, also, you're better off. It. Yeah, you're also better off because I all I want to do right now is, like, Google deep dive the heck out of this thing and yeah. learn all about it. But I'm trying to hold off and let But did you read the, the article, Megan? Because I feel like I know a lot about it because it's all based on the article, and I read that art- super long article last year. I, I didn't. No, I've tried to stay uh, hands oh, okay. off of any of the material, any of the source material. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Megan Z, where, where can people find you if they want to uh, hear more from you? Sure. I'm on Twitter at Meg Wants to Know. Same on the gram, but, you know, I don't really post that frequently to okay. either if you really were trying to find me. All right. There you go. 
All right. And then Akiva, he's at Kiev 26. He's podcasting about Curb Your Enthusiasm. Megan Z, do you watch The Curb? Uh, I do. Lo siento. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nicole said uh, Curb is uh, bad. Uh, Larry David is the most annoying person in the whole world. Does she want to come on the Curb podcast this week with me, you and Wiggler? Let me ask her. Let me ask her. Yeah, ask her. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. See what, Talking see about what new duos, does. podcast swingers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, totally, very excited about uh, all, everything you just mentioned. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Akiva, what, what's going on over on 32 Fans? Um, we did the uh, the 90s music bracket is almost done. We had oh, wow. a Super Bowl. We had a, a Super Bowl uh, recap. We did like the aforementioned 120 movies. I do think we are going to watch your season of Survivor because we are totally out of content for the uh, Patreon. Um, are you cool with that? If we watch Survivor Amazon, get Chester really into Survivor? Boy, uh, you really seem uh, like you are v- really scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Chester, no, Chester, we've been begging him for five years to watch Survivor. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll watch Rob's season. I don't know why I would okay. say no to that. Okay. All right, there you go. Uh, people want that. People want Chester's. He's going to have charts. He's going to... He's yeah. gonna get too too into it. I think it's gonna be exciting. All right, what if Chester uh, like really goes Survivor down super fan? It would be hilarious. It would be hilarious. <laughs> okay. He's uh, like sending you long emails from like predictions you made in 2014 on the podcast. He's gone back and listened to all of them mm-hmm. and le- and also ranked them. Yeah, that would right. be fun. Well, be helpful for the archives. Let him do it. Let him run wild. Be very helpful. <laughs> all right. Uh, what a show this week, Akiva. Yeah. Uh, yes, this was a show. This was a show. All right. Uh, thank you uh, so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come the man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. To go with your life, look at the Roswell crap. Show love to the black suit, cause that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black.